Dark Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, the apocalypse is right around the corner, and it's not because of the heat. More on that in a bit. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, August 9th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips, here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we can do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And, of course, we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's real mobile. 77031, but on the phones. Long distance, toll free. 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407 916-1041. 916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Sir. Jack is with us. Bingman is here as well. Thursday, let's see what are we doing today. Right after the news with Mo, bonus round of closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. No Pat Clark today. He's up in Iowa with his sisters checking out the Iowa State Fair. We gave him a list of uh, foods that we would like him to try at the fair. We'll see how that goes. Talk to uh, Jim Colbert late in the program. It's the Jim Colbert program tomorrow between 3 and 7. Let's see. So you want to win it at 6 with Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman as a lifeline or lifelines. And then Eddie will close out the program and get our chi flowing. A few things on my agenda. Nothing too important except I think it's another sign of the apocalypse. Mm. And this is because CBS has given the green light to reboot Magnum. What? That's a what? Oh, I've been seeing the promos idea. for that for a month. Yeah. They've been on TV. Well, I hadn't seen it because oh. okay. I don't watch a network, a regular network TV. I, think I hear this, you. I think yeah. this is a bad. I think this is. I think this is a terrible idea. <laughs> and I read about it, and then I saw the trailer too, and I said, "This is not going to work." Number one, number one, yeah. no mustache. No, no mustache. He's got no mustache. Number two, Magnum P.I., the great thing about Magnum P.I. for the eight or nine years that it ran, and when it ended, it was, I mean, it was was at the top. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, Tom Selleck is going to break his own record for uh, seasons with that Blue Bloods that I've never seen. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, so there's no, Magnum P.I., he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a mustache, right? One of the great things about Magnum P.I. was, uh, was the, um relationship that he had with Higgins, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, now it's Higgins' daughter or granddaughter or something. So now there's kind of this oh, there's sexual-, sexual tension. Come on. Hey, it worked for Sam and Diane. <clears throat> and then uh, if you watch the trailer, mm-hmm. I mean, Magnum P.I. never took a Ferrari and put it into a t- full, you know, three spins around and, and then jumped off a cliff and grabbed the rail of T.C.'s 
you know, of a, a rail on TC's helicopter and, and had a smile. Come on, please, seriously. And Magnum P.I., correct me if I'm wrong, was always kind of loosey-goosey, wasn't it? It seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, it was just that, that kind of loosey-goosey, devil-may-care type of character. I mean, they addressed uh, some, some, some issues that were... You know, important in that day. I mean, uh, you know, the the plight of Vietnam veterans and some other things as well. But it was always kind of just kind of loosey goosey. No mustache. That's wrong. Unbelievable. That is wrong. Sorry, there's just nothing. I'll right I'll make you there. a prediction right now, Mister Pinkman. Even though I won't be here, that this show doesn't last two seasons. <laughs> One dollar deal. One dollar. <laughs> well, how are we going to collect on that? Pinkman? Send me your address. I'll be around for whatever island. I'll you're send on. you a postcard. New Okay, deal. Wish you were her. I want one of those. <laughs> uh, we have unaccompanied children on Frontier flight to Orlando ended up in hotel room with airline employee, family says. Yeah. Two unaccompanied children on an Orlando-bound Frontier Airlines flight ended up being taken to a hotel room in an airline employee's personal vehicle after severe weather diverted the plane to Atlanta this month, according to an attorney. Mm-hmm. But the child's parents... And so it was diverted on a flight from Des Moines, Iowa, circled uh, OIA for 45 minutes because of bad weather. Then they diverted the plane to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Kids were returning from a visit to uh, uh, grandma and grandpa in Des Moines. Nice. And uh, so uh, the, 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 the mother says it was really a disaster because they didn't hear Uh-oh. from one of the kids until very late that night. Uh-oh. And uh, but really what, uh, what got... What piqued my interest about this story was... They stayed with four other kids in a hotel room. That was troublesome. Yeah, that didn't pique my interest. What piqued my interest was uh, the mother complained um, that uh, they didn't get anything to eat except uh, Rice Krispie treats. And water. And uh, she said, they're in Atlanta, right? At least give them some uh, Chick-fil-A. And I said, you're eight or nine. Would you, you're eight or nine years old. Or would you rather have Chick-fil-A? Would you have, rather have a chicken sandwich or Rice Crispy treat. Rice crispy Chick-fil-A all day, bro. All day. Eight or nine years old, Jack. Chick-fil-A. No, no yeah. way. You don't See, even know no. what Chick-fil-A is at eight or nine years at old. Eight, no, eight or nine for us, it was McDonald's. Eight or nine for today's youth, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. No way. Rice they were crispy. flying all day. Yeah. They had no you food. You were always a strange kid. Most I was kids, not a strange kid. Well, a little bit. Most kids are going to go for a Rice Krispie treat. Am I right, Bankman? Yeah, well, but oh, they yeah. want that and Chick-fil-A. They do want something to eat, though. I mean, they were on the you plane all day. You got something to eat. It's a Rice Stop being a parent and start being a kid for a while. Kids the, gonna, is kids going to go for Yeah, that's fine. Beautiful. I'll take it for lunch as well. As the guy who was most recently a kid on this show, I say ah. Rice Krispie Treat. Thank you very much. Thank you. Kissimmee Utilities says that power usage in Osceola County has set a record as the heat index rises. Kissimmee Utility Authority, 74,000 customers. Broke a utility record yesterday for electricity oh, use. It's hot as hell out utility there. spokesman Chris Gent said customers use more electricity Wednesday than at any time in the utility's 117-year history. Oh. Fooey. I don't think. Hot. Sorry. I don't think there was a Kissimmee Utilities in 1901. I don't think there was anything in Kissimmee in 1901 mm. except three cowboys and 10,000 cows. No, that's you actually believe that Kissimmee Utilities has been around since 1901. What they say? Well, I don't care what they say. Well, I read the article too. Don't believe everything uh, you read, Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in a rare form. That's too. right. Yeah. Did you Quite see hard. some of those stories? It's so hot. You got Satan. Uh-huh. Oh, it's God. cracking. The earth is cracking. I can smell the sulfur. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It doesn't matter what he says as long as you go. Yeah, Mostly. Wars. What was what was the one? 
hold on a minute. Infowars, of which which Alex Jones is mm. part of. Where did I read that? Hold on, because the head. Damn it. The headline uh, yesterday or today. I forgot the. I don't have that section. I'll find it. All right. Oh wait, here it is. Uh, but let me move on to something while I'm searching for that story. We have. Uh, hey, you ever hear about uh, you know uh, uh, a lady asked me today if she could uh, if I would check her tires. She th- she said I think I need new tires for my car. Look at these. And I said you know trying to be the expert of which I'm not. Oh boy. <laughs> have you ever heard of the penny yes of yeah. course yeah you put you the put penny, penny in the tread and, and if there's any space between lincoln's the top of yeah. yeah the top of lincoln's head and the edge of the penny mm-hmm. your your treads are good but if the if the head if the head of lincoln if you can't see lincoln yeah it's time for yeah it's time to think about new tires i think that's correct so i did that today and i said you need new tires you couldn't see Lincoln? I didn't even need Lincoln. She needed new tires. Oh, they they were look like free. balloons. Oh. Mm. I said, you get a wet spot and step on the, you know, <laughs> slam on the brakes, you're going to go, you're going to spin around like a hockey puck. <laughs> well, that was nice of you to give her good advice. Yeah, it's the old penny trick. Did you teach her that penny trick? Yeah, I did, as a matter of fact. Well, there you because go. at least, you know, yeah. when Next she goes time, in right. to the tire store, you know, she can say, well, you know, check the treads with the penny, and they'll say, Ooh, Oh, this? look at you. You might know what she's going on here, so let's not get her for $400 a tire. Let's see what else. <laughs> oh, and I'm getting a little bit tired of, you know, this Congressman Collins from uh, Western New York, Buffalo. Yes. You know, who was indicted on, um, on insider trading mm-hmm. charges. Anybody? I'm thinking about making a bet. I'm not sure. I think by the first of the year, even though he's in the uh, he's he's, on, he's the on the ballot, yeah, I would not be surprised if you would hear one of those. In the best interests of my constituents in Western New York and the people of Buffalo, New York, I'm going to blah 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 and concentrate on my defense against these scurrilous and uh, unfounded, and unfounded and, yes. charges. Blah. I would not be I would not be surprised. If you read media accounts, they they got the goods on him. Do you think he's going to be up re-elected? there with his wife? What? You know, these guys, they get up there with the wife, and the wife has that look on her face like, uh, what uh, the hell have you gotten us into? Mm-hmm. And thanks a lot. Stop taking your wife up there. She doesn't have anything to do it's with showing this. showing family solidarity. Too. Now, that ended with Elliot Spitzer. Oh. When Elliot Spitzer got nailed for, high, for uh, remember, with, with the Huma prostitutes. Yeah. And she was standing up there with Huma Amadine, Abedin, or whatever her name is, standing up there with him. Isn't Spitzer? That, huh? No, no that's not Spitzer. About? I'm talking about Anthony Weiner. No, I'm talking about Spitzer's oh, wife. Oh, that was also embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, terrible. And that's when you started to, after these guys would get caught under certain charges. But, you know, he's up there with his wife. I think it was his wife. She, and she's looking. She's getting, well, he's not really the stink eye, but it was a little bit of, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I'm doing up here. And uh, you got the family into a big, gigantic mess. Mm-hmm. You're in a mess. This, our son is in a mess. Uh, our son's uh, fiance's father is in a mess, and uh, you know life was pretty damn pretty pretty damn nice mm-hmm. until you know you went and screwed it up exactly, really screwed it up. That she said all of that that whole paragraph in one look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what Jim I saw. thought. So yeah. I thought it was like yeah. oh you look know, what, look what oh, you buddy, did now, bub. You wait till we get home. Yeah, cutting you off. Is that Alex Jones? I'm looking at that Infowars. But that's through his li- liberal lens. Sampling of, uh, here's from Infowars, the latest from Infowars. Democrats <laughs> blame Russians for Ohio loss. Here's another one. 
Here's the headline. Shock, FDA acquiring fresh aborted baby parts oh, to make humanized mice. I knew it. All right, stop it. And <laughs> How the do they let that go? Third one is calorie counting menus help diners lose one pound over three years, according to a new study. Take a little break. Come back. <laughs> Mo's going to have the news. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira. Tiger's making his move. Let's get to the news. Here's Mo. Jim, they break records in Kissimmee. And Kissimmee is very rarely at the top of the list, but today they are. Kissimmee breaking records number one for using electricity yesterday. More than any time in the company's history, the scorching temperatures, the triple-digit heat index, air conditioners working overtime. Because people have those old aluminum frame windows. They really ought to check in the FAS windows windows and doors. Uh Lock in the AC during the summertime. Uh Keep in the heat during the wintertime. I know. Listen, Kissimmee Utilities (laughs) recorded a peak use of 374.5 megawatts. Whoa. Yesterday, Look dur- out. during the file at 4.55 p.m. They're Ooh. number one. I know, number one, Kissimmee Utilities. Or number as we one. like to say in Kissimmee, now numero uno. Numero uno. Now, they do give, some, they give some suggestions <laughs> to reduce the electricity, and this applies to everybody, whether you're in Kissimmee or not. And this I don't always do. Change or clean your AC filter monthly. If you don't change that filter, it says you could increase your utility by 20%, your AC yes. cost. FilterEasy.com. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Then it says while you're in the room with a ceiling or fan or portable fan, use it. Yeah, which way should it turn? Uh, the the way that the air comes down on clockwise you. or counterclockwise depends. I can on never the remember. How are the fans counter thing? How are the fans? Why? Because it draws air up. You want to push the air down, down. don't you? In yes, the summertime, you do. you do. Yes, in the summertime. When the weather, you don't know. When the living is I do. No, 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 no. I learned this from Mungo and Jerry. I don't know. I never even thought about it, but that's a good question, Jim. I thought about it. Let's not fight. It's only 322. There's a switch that Uh, changes the direction. I know there's a switch. I'm just asking which direction it should go. It it pushes the air down. (laughs) Yeah, but which way? Is it counterclockwise? No, the switch is summer and winter. Yes. Oh, it does? Oh, I have to look at mine more Yeah, summer air and winter air. Ha! You've never seen that on the switch for your ceiling fan? Uh-uh. On the side, it doesn't say. I know what the switch is. S and then it says W. w. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know what that was for. Yeah, yeah, yeah It yeah, reverses yeah. the speed. No, it reverses the direction. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. Uh-huh. That too. Okay. But Let's... you really should turn it off first. Let it. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go. Yeah, don't. You'll strip the gears. Throw a rod. It's like if you're moving forward in your car and you just throw it in reverse. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No, no, no. Transmission will fall out. That makes sense, actually. I don't think my, my ceiling fan has a transmission, but I understand what you're saying. It does. You check the carburetor on that bad no, boy? No, no, stop it. All right. I'll check it when you get home, see if it's W or S. I'm going to look at it. Maybe I'll text my husband. Is it W or S? Uh, but there are three men running to replace Teresa Jacobs. It takes three men to do the job of one. No. One of them will be chosen as the next Orange County mayor. 
all right, to replace Teresa Jacobs because she's term limited out. Right. Uh, they had a debate, I guess, and they talked about the idea of a mandatory minimum wage of $15 an hour. Not one of these three men thinks it's a good idea. Yeah, rents keep rising. Wages do not. Mm-mm. It's a tourist-based economy. Jerry Deming. So many people in Central Florida earn squat wages. No. Jerry Deming said no to $15. County Commissioner Pete Clark said no what to $15. And the businessman, Ron Panapinto, See, said no. You people. I'm just telling you what's going on. Yeah, You're going to have an Orange County mayor who here. doesn't really think no, $15. They answer, no, these, we all know politicians answer to the tourist industry. We all know that. Mm. It's been that way since you know they broke ground on uh, on Disney World. Yep. Now let's move over to the, not before. the primary four... Governor, uh, you know, the Democrats have a big pile of people. The Republicans have a couple people who are really neck and neck on this thing. It's Ron DeSantis, Adam Putnam. Well, the gloves are off now. Uh, In the Republican primary for governor, they had a debate up in Jacksonville last night where Ron DeSantis was smacking at at Adam Putnam and accusing Adam Putnam of being the errand boy for Big Sugar. Called him the Seinfeld candidate. I know Putnam called DeSantis. Then DeSantis, then... Uh, Putnam said DeSantis couldn't find the way to get to, where is it, Bell Glade or somewhere? Yeah, Bell Glade. Yeah. Clueston. Uh, that's right. What's the other one? Uh, Pahokee. And, right. Well, I think most Floridians, if I said you have five seconds to find, put uh, the pin on a map of, and Ish. show me where Pahokee, Pahokee. is, mm-hmm. they're not going to. I don't think so. They might so. go around Lake Okeechobee a few times. So, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Putnam said he knows Florida best and won't have to call the White House switchboard to get his instructions for the day. Went to school with <laughs> uh, a couple line. of guys from line, right? Pahokee. Yeah. Oh, Holy oh. mackerel. Oh, Jim missed it. Did you ever see that character on uh, The Simpsons, the one that comes out of the hills? Like with oh, three yes. teeth? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like the Hatfields yeah. and the McCoys? Uh-huh. Yeah, that guy. That was Pahokee. Oh, yeah. Take a look. Nah. Uh, ahead, give me a couple more stories. Okay, fine. Uh, one man dead after being hit by a Sunrail train a little south of Orlando yesterday afternoon about around Sand Lake Road. According to the sheriff's office, the train honked and honked and honked, and the man refused to get off the tracks. Uh, He was beeping, beeping, beeping. The man would not step off. There were no injuries other than that dead guy uh, on the 110 passengers who were I think there's some kind of, I would hope there is, Mm. protocol for these uh, Uh commuter rail engineers. Sooner or later, they're going to hit somebody. They're going to hit a car. They're going to hit somebody. Mm. Somebody's going to commit suicide. Whatever the case might be. They say, okay, you're on administrative leave for two days, and you have to go see Dr. Schmendrick mm-hmm. to get this, they need uh, some to mental start counts, dealing with this. Health I would think so. Mm-hmm. A trauma therapist or somebody? Right. Black leaders in Florida. That's how we like to refer to them in the medical industry. Is that right? Trauma therapist. Uh-huh. Black nice. leaders here in Florida, Jim, are calling on Governor Baldy to suspend the Stand Your Ground law. That's not happening. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump, who represents the family of the guy who was killed at the convenience store parking lot in Clearwater... Uh, told a rally up in Tallahassee yesterday that killer should have been arrested. And Crump said if the Pinellas County Sheriff, Bob Gualtieri, doesn't arrest him, he should turn in his badge. The deceased, who is Marquise McLaughlin, was gunned down by a guy, Michael Draca, in a dispute over his girlfriend parking in a handicapped parking space. (laughs) A shooting that even the NRA says is not a legitimate stand-your-ground case. Even the NRA says... Wow, really? Yep. Even yeah, from the get go, they've been they've been on that from the get go. They said not, and I'm not even. quite sure why, because it's political. There's some kind of political mm-hmm. maneuvering yeah. on the part of the NRA. Mm-hmm. It's not be, you know, there's something going on there. Marion Hammer, mm-hmm. that, uh, that old crow, who's the uh, lobbyist for the NRA in Florida. 
Nice oh, lady. she's real. No, she hung Jeff, up on oh, you. Oh, she is. <laughs> real Mobile 77031, quick update. Everything we said on fans, it's the opposite. Uh, what? The opposite? Yeah, it goes the yeah, other right. way. Oh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah. I got to do Son that this weekend. God. Let me take a little break. More news with Mo. <laughs> the confused. birthdays, the food, yeah, and all food. that good stuff upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Get back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. Okay, I got a lot of food today because we won't be together for Friday or the weekend. So here's what what we got. Today, August 9th, 2018. And today is a day that makes me sort of yash, but it is rice pudding. It's not hard, Pete. It's okay. It's gross. I like it. My husband Pete, loves it. it. He it's loves good. it. If the you know, if he has any dental work done, or he has to eat mm. sort of some man's pudding. What? Oh yeah. Uh, it's got. <laughs> I used to work at a deli and serve it, and uh, I only served it to old ladies. Actually, oh fat. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they used to be men. And it oh. looked well. <laughs> she had a mustache. Oh no. <laughs> However, that's yeah, great. Would you ever fight one of them? It, no. <laughs> no. No. It no, looked no, no. good, you especially know. with the cinnamon on top. I tried it once, and it was so disappointing. Oh rats. Okay. Tomorrow, though, as disappointing as rice pudding day may be, yeah. tomorrow, August tenth, ha! Two fantastic options. Tomorrow yeah, we'll is either see. S'mores Day, S'mores mm, with okay. the yeah, yeah, graham yeah. cracker chocolate marshmallow sandwich. I'll take a Rice Krispie treat in Or, okay, well, that might be later. Or a banana split. Ooh. So tomorrow is either God. S'mores or banana split. That's good, I can't remember too. the last time I no, had me a either. split. But that does sound delish, right? Delicious. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, delicious. Okay, Saturday, we won't be here, obviously. So it's either Panini Day, a, a press sandwich. You know, know what panini. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. A panini. Or. It's again, it must be Raspberry Month because it's Raspberry Tart Day. Yeah, I'll go with a panini. Me too. And finally, on Sunday, it's Julienne Fries Day. Julienne fries are just the sticks, right? The the mm-hmm. right, you Julienne like McDonald's fries. Regular fries, not waffle cut, not uh, no, I nothing. don't know. I think maybe steak and shake might be more Julienne. No, than... they're they're matchsticks. Uh, well no, shoestring. Shoestrings, that's right. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Julianne, regular old fries, regular that, uh, French what are they, fries. What's that chili mac? What is that? I just started thinking about uh, that. Dude, that's, that's the spaghetti with the chili on top. Uh-huh. That sounds pretty damn good it right does now. does sound good. Oh, yeah. Some chili mac? Oh, yeah. It seems like a winter food, just saying. Yeah. Now when you have a... T- yeah, it, yeah, I understand. It's like chicken and dumplings, but sometimes you just winter. get a taste. No. Yeah. But it's good. In high heat, you eat like hot food, and yeah. it, it creates that equilibrium. That's then you true. don't feel as hot. I've heard that. It sounds no, counterintuitive. No, it makes you sweat, and then when you, you cool get a breeze, off. you cool right. off. But there's no breeze out there today. It is stifling hot up there there's a, It's a different heat out there. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, and everybody laughs. That day, there's going to be a day you step right outside, you just blow up. Stop just it. like a damn cherry bomb. You're making oh up things. Again. I am not. No, you really are. Spontaneous combustion. You'd no. be like an oily rag in the bottom of a bucket. You'll in just the shoes, poof. And you'll be the, your your ashes will be in your shoes. That'll be there, but nothing else. It's ridiculous what you're saying. You're telling me that human beings, there's no recorded uh, history of human beings combusting spontaneously. Uh, not because of the weather. Just saying. Uh, Jim, the video of the Parkland High School shooting suspect's confession, the video of Nicholas Cruz's confession is now public. Police released hours of video from the interrogation following the mass shooting that left 17 yeah, let's dead. Let's not have any more pistol shots during this story, at least. At Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School back on <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah. During the questioning, the shooter claimed he was hearing voices that urged him to carry out the shooting. The video also shows that he and his brother 
having a conversation about how their mother would feel about his actions. I guess she had recently passed away. Transcripts from the interrogation were released earlier, but this is the video now made public. And Red Tide, I warned you earlier this week, it was snitching up, sneaking up from Lee County to uh, whatever the next one is, to Sarasota County. Now it's up in Pinellas County. It's going up the west coast of Florida. Um, It is entering Pinellas County. A new report from Fish and Wildlife Conservation indicates the concentrations right now in Pinellas County are low or what they call background levels. It's also, here's the other one. It's uh, Lee County, Charlotte County, Sarasota, Manatee, and now it's just started to make its way into Pinellas County. That's bad news. It's gone up all the way, almost to Tampa. We were talking to some people the other day, and they're... uh had gone down to southwest Florida. Yeah. So you can't, you know, they they got signs all over the place. Do not enter the water. There's dead fish and and uh, marine life all over the place. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. It is nasty. And you, know, you try to, and you know. respiratory problems. Yeah, and besides and, that, mm-hmm. you say, well, you know, uh, heck with the, with the marine life, the wildlife. I just want to get my boat. You can't even get in your boat. The propeller won't even turn over in something that It's muck. that thick? Oh, yes, God. some of it. They got chunks. This algae, it says chunks of... Mm-mm. Like something Popeye would throw up. Mm-hmm. A NASA spacecraft, Jim, will be su- bound to the I sun. I understand the symbolism, you know, I mean. They're sending a NASA spacecraft to the sun after a weekend launch from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station uh, this coming weekend. It's called the Parker Solar Probe, scheduled for liftoff um, at 3.33 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturday morning, super early Saturday morning. It will study the sun by coming eight times closer to the surface than any other previous wow. spacecraft. Astrophysicists are hoping it'll answer questions regarding the sun's mysterious corona and solar wind. A Jacksonville Beach police officer is in the hospital this afternoon. He was shot, which is bad on its face, but he was shot outside a Waffle House, which is really bad. Outrageous. The officer was shot twice, Why? actually, and is in unknown condition at this like at it. this right report. There are reports a second person also hit by gunfire. What no time word of on day a suspect. Was this? I don't have that. Early morning hours. Where it's really busy? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like when I hear police shot, of course. But outside a Waffle House? Like, what's wrong? That's Sacrilegious. wrong on every level. It's just wrong. Egregious. Uh, they want to pick a better place? Mm-mm. There is no better place. No, I didn't mean it that way, but... Oh, all right. Well... What's the big deal about Waffle House? I don't know. I just have a soft spot in my heart for... It's a sacred place. you had a Waffle House? Uh, when I was in Atlanta. Uh, oh, okay. A few weeks ago uh, yeah. An early morning shooting at an Orange County strip club. Also not good. Being investigated this afternoon. It occurred at the Diamond Club on Semeron. Oh, yeah, oh, baby. There you go. You know that where that place, is. Yeah. Uh-huh. All the, right, guys. Put your hands together. The victim actually <laughs> drove himself to the hospital. <laughs> After the shooting, he's in critical condition. You know what? I did record again, though, the other day because it came on strip tease. What? With Burt Reynolds. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. And so I have a... It, as you far as I'm that concerned, movie. that's a cult movie for me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where she's dancing on the coffee table? It's just a goofy, stupid Carl well, Hyacin where did book you watch that was it? turned. It was, it was on one of the channels. Eh, I just recorded not it. so good. Why? Commercial channel? No, it was commercial free. No. Yeah, but did it have um, boobies in it? Or did they pixelate? No, they didn't pixelate it. Uh, it had nudity. Yes. They okay, can't show just it. check it. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. If not, it's not worth it's next more. time. Yep, Seminole County kids go back Before to Before she beat. lost all that weight, got really skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Before mm-hmm. G.I. Jane. Right, she got buffed Before for that. or after? Uh, I think striptease was before. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, classes get ready to resume for the new school year. In Seminole County, they start Friday. At Burt Reynolds. 
in Orange County, uh, Jim, they start next week, but they are now in a scramble to finalize school security plans for Central Florida. Volusia County is going to use drones to help patrol school buildings. Lake County is looking for students with mental health issues who could become a security threat. There's another job for a teacher. I got uh, bus duty, and uh, you got to go, be the assistant coach for the track team. Mm-hmm. And by the way, now you're on drone patrol. Yeah. All right, but listen. And mental health screening. Exactly. Yeah. Some Somebody in Lake County has to, they're sort of isolating or red flagging kids with mental health issues who could become a security threat. Oh, and, and we have to train you how to shoot. How in, do they do that? I don't know. In how f- do they, I mean, who's got that job? They're looking for students with mental health issues, they said, in Lake County. You know, they're a little different. Uh, Flagler County. Well, a lot of, you know. I don't know. Flagler, Seminole, and Marion counties will be using technology also to scan social media posts for potential threats. And down in Polk County, they've created a special video to tell students how to run, hide, and fight in an active shooting situation. Well, how we get to this point? In Osceola County, what they're doing uh, is looking to fill a few school resource officer positions. Um, it can't be. I mean, no, it's whether it's a parent sending your kids to school, you must be just scared to death all day long. And uh, I didn't. It's harder to be a teen. Certainly, I would think. I don't know. Maybe you know, just to be a teenager now. Yeah, I didn't think about it till now. Hey, they start on a Friday. That's weird. I Is don't that like, like that. a practice day? It's just uh, you know, it's just. <laughs> Mulligan. I think they know the kids are going to be still staying up late. They know they're going to be dog-ass tired, and they're just going to be yeah, shuffling around from room to room. But that's why they do it. It's sort of a get-to-know-you day yeah, exactly. anyway. So, they go. so, so they, hey, guess what? Monday. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's when the work the begins. Crack the books. Those yeah. to the grindstone. That's a good one, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Open Let's go. your books. Let's go, everybody. Here's your English reading assignment. Yeah. We know books you'll never read anyway. What? <laughs> Oh, with the state primary less than three weeks away, U.S. Senator Bill Nelson is making all kinds of national headlines, claiming Russian operatives have penetrated the election system in a number of Florida counties. What? He told the Tampa Bay Times yesterday that the Russians could either eliminate registered voters, create chaos on Election Day, and now they've sent letters, he and Rubio together, sent letters to all 67 counties, to all the election supervisors, urging them to contact the Department of Homeland Security for assistance in securing their records. Because there is, according to Nelson, uh, there is absolute proof that Florida's elections have been tampered with by the Russians. You know, the Secretary of State in Tallahassee says we have absolutely no indication whatsoever. We got nothing. We have no evidence whatsoever. Mm. And the uh, senior U.S. senator has not provided this office with any information. Some people are... Take that, Bill. (laughs) All right, get with it. I'll vote for you, but take that. Some are claiming newly imposed sanctions against Russia are too harsh. The Russian embassy, of course, complaining. Uh, You know, the sanctions announced today... uh, Yes, today? What's today? Wednesday. Yesterday. Come as punishment against Russia for the poisoning of those former spies in the U.K., um, that chemical weapon, you know, that really damaged them and had them hospitalized for quite a while. The State Department here put the blame on Moscow. The sanctions will target millions of dollars in exports wow. to Russia, but Russia is complaining. What do we buy from Russia? We actually buy something to do with rockets. We buy the fuel for rockets or the batteries for rockets or the boosters for rockets. Stolishnaya? So, I don't, yeah, well. Oh, yeah. That's probably made Smeared in... Off. That's no, Cleveland. Stoli, yeah, Stoli, right. I think. I was going to say, you know, still the best, even though I don't drink anymore. Agreed. Yeah, it's just pure. That's just, you know, it's got Russia all over it. Mm. You're going to drink vodka, go Russian. Oh, or go home. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, das Vidanya. Smirnoff. I'm a fan of Tito's myself. Tito's is good. The final major of the golf season tees off today in St. Louis. How did he drink it straight from the bottle? Ah, God. The first round Stop. of the PGA Come Championship right. has kicked off at Bel... Bell Arrive, is that how you say it? Bell Arrive, Bell Arrive Country Club in St. Louis. Tiger's on the Tiger's move. playing at that particular tournament. He hasn't been there since 2001. Making his move. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the last major. Last this is the end of this up. five uh, uh, tournament bet that Jim and I have. Betting that Tiger would finish in the top five in at least a major, counting the... Pay uh, what do you mean pay up? It's, You're going to have to pay it's up. It's not over yet. No, okay. I wonder why. Good thing you don't bet. I know. Don't pay up one day into a four-day bet. Oh. The popular Netflix series, Netflix. I'll let you out for 95 cents. Deal. (laughs) Ah. Oh, you have a lot of faith in the tiger. (laughs) The popular Netflix series, House of Cards, is returning for its final season this fall. Who cares? Nobody's watching that. You have to. Robin Wright's the president. No. no. Is anybody watching? Are you watched it? Mm, the first couple after that, no. I watched the first two seasons after yeah. that. Same. This is season six, Jack. It will drop. That means yeah. all the season, all the episodes Nobody's will come onto this. your Netflix on November 2nd. I'd rather but watch it the new Magnum P.I. than this. With no mustache. It's still... And I don't think it's Magnum P.I. I think it's just Magnum. Oh. It's still a mystery as to how actor Kevin Spacey will be written out of the series after he was fired from House of Cards when accusations of sexual misconduct arose against him last fall. The show was continuing to film in and around Baltimore since production began. And well, the didn't one of the episodes, didn't he have a heart attack? Didn't he have some kind of, was he shot? Nope. What I happened? I don't remember. Season three? Mm. Come on, somebody. Mm. I've never Magnum, seen the show. Magnum, Kevin Spacey? No, Kevin Spacey yeah, Kevin as Spacey. the president of the United oh. States. What happened? I never got that far. Mm-mm. Yeah, me neither. Brad Pitt. Oh, you guys really missed out. No, he. I, last I remember, he... He was president. He went to one bedroom. His wife went to the other, and they closed the door. But then oh. they did the thing with the Secret Service guy. Yeah, and then he jumped in the in the sack with the. Yeah, they had that threesome yeah, with Meacham. the Secret Service well, guy. Just, oh yeah, that was first season. Second yeah, season. that was early. second that season. Second? I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Brad Pitt is fighting back, uh, responding really to a court filing by his estranged wife Angelina Jolie. He says. He loaned Angie $8 million so she could buy her current home and paid more than $1.3 million in bills for her and the kids. Uh, Brad Pitt accused Angelina of using their children to try and manipulate media coverage. A representative for Angelina Jolie did not immediately respond to Brad Pitt's court filing. In her court filing earlier this week, she said that Brad has paid no meaningful child support for their children who range in age from 9 to 16 years old. Nazi ain't got no humanity. They're the foot soldiers of a Jew-hating, mass-murdering maniac, and they need to be destroyed. That's why any and every some bitch we find wearing a Nazi uniform, they're gonna die. Got that right, Brad Pitt. Classic. Exactly. You know who Omarosa is. Yeah, sure. She reportedly has secret tapes of her conversation with the Trumpster. Oh, she's believable. Former apprentice, <laughs> yeah, well, former apprentice or Omarosa worked in the White House as an yeah. aide in the Trump administration just for about a year. Yeah. Multiple sources. She's got a book out, and she says she's got tapes to back up all of her stuff. If you think she's outrageous, that may be, but she's got audio. She tells the Daily Beast she recorded conversations with Trump and West Wing staff on her phone. People familiar with the tape say... You know, it may or may not be as controversial as she's making it out to be. However, it does raise questions about the wisdom of bringing her even into what should have been one of the most secure areas on the planet. Omarosa's tell-all book of her time in the White House is due out in less than one week. 
It's titled Unhinged, an insider's account of the Trump White House. Okay, boy. Uh, Speaking of unhinged, (laughs) Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is offering an explanation as to why he's not joining other social media and banning InfoWars owner Alex Jones. He's not just a contributor, Jimmy's the owner. That's because we got the photos on. Uh, The Twitter CEO Dorsey tweeted... by the same straw as the devil. Jack Dorsey tweeted yesterday that Alex Jones hasn't done anything (laughs) wrong and that if he does, rules will be enforced. The Twitter rules state that enforcement actions may be taken when abusive behavior is targeted at a specific audience and is newsworthy. Alex Jones has They're since... Like, com- what? We're all suckers. They won. I mean, the trolls won. It's all over the place. Oh. You know, it's gotten so far, we don't know how to counter it anymore. Mm-hmm. And the Oscars are announcing changes today they hope will bring viewers back. The Board of Governors for the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences approved shortening the ceremony... To three hours. They added a category, too. And we'll move a, the date up a couple of weeks, starting in 2020. They're also adding a new category, which is Achievement in Popular Film. Don't so, they have that? Isn't it called Box Office Receipts? Mm, I don't know. But that, that's a new Oscar now. This year's broadcast, just the last one that we did, was nearly four hours. It's going to be a movie that's really artistically a piece of crap. But, but that everybody, everybody loved loves it. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last year, they got 20% less viewers than the previous yeah. year and stuff like that. So, anyway, they haven't announced... bring back Billy Crystal. That's probably what it's I think he had a good run. But. Happy, happy birthday today to fashion designer Michael Kors. Oh. Not Michael Kors. Oh, yeah, Michael oh, yeah. Kors. Oh, yeah, Michael Kors. Like, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's 53. Happy, happy birthday! Michael Kors. Uh, double nickel, 55. Oh, please. 54? Pinkman, 59. Ah. Oh, yeah. Happy, happy birthday! I got I don't know. Oh, yeah, you know. A designer. I don't know. You see his name. Designs for who? Men or women? Both. Pocketbooks all over. I mean, there's a lot of Pocketbooks for men and women. Catherine, that's what I want for my birthday. A Michael Kors? (laughs) Pocketbook. Oh, very nice. Uh, Yeah, purse. Very nice purses. Um, Okay, Pinkman, you're up. Deion Sanders, football great Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah. Ooh. How old is he? Ooh. At this day. Yeah. He's got to be... 50? Oh, jeez. I think I'm close. I think you are too. 54. Oh. 52? Uh, Jack and Pinkman split. He's 51. Oh, oh God. God. We were close. Happy, happy it's been a great weekend. Neon, Neon. finally, Jillian Anderson from the X-Files. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not the exercise person. Yeah, not on the biggest. Not season. that Jillian with a J. This is Jillian with a G. Uh, Pinkman? Uh... How old is she? In the X Files. You know, I'm David gonna, Duchovny. See, David Duchovny's older than I oh, thought he was, yeah, yeah. so I'm go, gonna go, go 58. Oh, 55. Double the goal. Uh, 56. Who's low? Jack. I am 50. She's 50 oh, today. Oh, in her dreams. Well, she looks yeah, in her, exactly. In her dreams. That's, that's the lottie da. Just call me Moira. I'll <laughs> right, we'll take a little break. When we come back, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Here's what we will do. We'll open up open up the lines for zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mr. Pinkman. We'll pick one of you at random, and you will play against him in this bonus round. You win good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose 24 hours of bad luck. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, we don't like you either, but it's a really easy way to keep up with all our contests. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. From... 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Woo! Okay. Some uh, news about the planned expansion of the Enzian Theater in Maitland. We'll update you in a couple of minutes or so. Time right now for that bonus round of closest to the pin. Don's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman. Don wins. He gets that You Matter business card. That guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Don also knows, however, if he loses, should he lose, he will experience 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. Don, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Don. I have ten questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready to play? I am ready, sir. All right, buddy, good luck to you. Here we go, very serious. Count down and keep score for Don. In three, two, one, begin. Don, CBS has ordered a reboot of Magnum P.I., so how old is actor Tom Selleck? 65. How tall is Selleck? Six foot, three inches. Selleck starred in the movie Quigley Down Under, released in what year? 1978. Talk about Down, the best-selling novel called Watership Down, was first published in what year? 1956. Watership Down is how many pages long? 216. Haystack is a character in Watership Down, but the late pro wrestler Haystack Calhoun weighed how many pounds? 280. What's the population of Calhoun, Georgia? 1,200. The song Sweet Georgia Brown was composed in what year? 1953. How old is former football great Jim Brown? He is 80. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jim Brown was a crow in St. Simons, Georgia, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Atlanta? 112. Time. All right. There we go. That's done. We'll let Mr. Pinkman roll the dice. Now, we set his handicap at 18. You know that. Whatever number he rolls dice-wise, we will take off 18. That will be his handicap for this afternoon only. Mr. Pinkman, are you ready with the dice? Yes. yes. Oh, boy. Okay. Good All luck, right. man. Good luck. Here you go. Here it comes. What do you got? Oh, seven. Aaron, okay. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Could right. be better. Eleven. It's no twelve. Plus have eleven. Twelve. Uh, I mean, uh, ten questions for you, including the crow question. Are you ready? Oh, Okay, here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, CBS has ordered a reboot of Magnum P.I., so how old is actor Tom Selleck? Uh, 62. How tall is Selleck? Uh, five, nine. Selleck starred in the movie Quigley Down Under, released in what year? 1983. Talk about Down, the best-selling novel called Watership Down was first published in what year? 1953. Watership Down is how many pages long? 312. Haystack is a character in Watership Down, but the late pro wrestler Haystack Calhoun weighed how many pounds? 328. What's the population of Calhoun, Georgia? 2000. The song Sweet Georgia Brown was composed in what year? 19. 1942. How old is former football great Jim Brown? 
Uh, 71. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jim Brown was a crow in St. Simons, Georgia, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Atlanta? 67. Time. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Score the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. How old is uh, Tom Selleck? And Don said. 65. Pinkman. 62. 73. Oh. How tall it. is Selleck? Don said. Six foot three. And Pinkman. Five nine. Have you ever seen Tom Selleck? He's Apparently 6'4". The, he's giant. Well, he looks shorter. No, not no, really. No, he doesn't. Yeah, the camera takes off inches. No, it does not. Anyway, Don's up two to nothing. Selleck starred in the movie Quigley Down Under, released in what year? Don said. 78. And Pinkman. 83. 1990. Pinkman's on the board. Not a bad movie. Mm. Talk about uh, Down, the best-selling novel called Watership Down was first published in what year? Don said 56. Pinkman said 53. Yeah, best-selling novel about rabbits. It was 1972. That's Don. Watership Down is how many pages long? Don said. 216. Pinkman. 312. 413. Okay, Pinkman's got another one. Haystack is a character. He's one of the rabbits at Watership Down, but the late pro wrestler Haystack Calhoun weighed how many pounds? Don said. 280. And Pinkman. 328. He weighed 600 pounds. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's a tie game. <laughs> What's the population of Calhoun, <laughs> Georgia? Don said. 1,200. Pinkman. 2,000. 15,700. Pinkman takes the lead. Three to go. Song Sweet Georgia Brown, composed in what year? Don said. 53. Pinkman. 42. 1925. Pinkman up five to three. How old is former football great Jim Brown? Don said. 80. Pinkman. 72. 82. Up. Oh, Don, it's now, what, five to four. And we oh come boy. to the final question. Get it within 25. You went outright. If Jim Brown was a crow in St. Simons, Georgia, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Atlanta? Don said. 112. Pinkman. 67 yeah. miles. Yeah, in fact, uh, Jim Brown, the crow, would have to fly a total of 311 miles. That means Don gets it. It's a tie game. Tie we game. Go to time. Oh, my oh God. Boy. Unprecedented. Time. Unprecedented. Time. Time. Pinkman wins. Uh, you don't. Hey. This stupid, this stupid, stupid dice thing, it doesn't work out You're in my favor. You're the one who came up with the idea. Yeah. And, I want to hurt Pinkman. And I was willing to increase my original handicap to 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. But giving him time off. So Don answered at 116. Yeah. Pinkman had 57 seconds. You add on his 11-second oh, handicap. Yeah. It's 108. He still won oh. by eight seconds. I'm oh. sorry, sorry Don. Don. Sorry. It's horrible. Bad luck for you. Poor Don. Starts. Right now. Remember, close <laughs> and closest to the pin. 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 That's funny. Poor Don. He's got yeah, bad luck well, for 24 hours. That's, that's too bad, Don. I'm we can't sorry. keep abusing our listeners in this manner. I sure can, and I sure will. <laughs> I just, I'm just asking the questions. That's all I'm doing. I'm just doing the research. There's that story about the Enzian. Yeah, the Enzian Theater, of course, which is a great place to see, uh, what do you want to call artistic movies? Or just get something to eat. Or uh, documentaries, (laughs) things like that. Mm. Movies that uh, normally you wouldn't see elsewhere until they go mainstream. And they had, uh, for the past several years, plans to expand, I think, another theater. And those, uh, the board of directors, according to the Sentinel, they've put that on, they just said, we're not doing that. Because the school... Uh, Park Maitland, is that the school, the yep. private school? Mm-hmm. I, I guess that property's been sold. And the Enzian had an agreement with Park Maitland that you could park there at night. You know, there's some kind of deal. Sure. Mm-hmm. You could use their property to park. And I guess the new owners of the property said, well, we can't guarantee that. So the board of directors said, well, if you can't have the parking, 
why why proceed with the with a second theater or a second screen? Bummer. That's no good. Yeah, it is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Too bad they couldn't uh, work it out. So I don't know what's going in at the corner. Where the school is? Yeah. Mm-mm. Use one of those pizzas right about now. There we go. Mm-hmm. Those flatbread pizzas. Oh, yeah, bro. Smart burrito. Just starve. <laughs> Truffle fries. Mm. I like uh, going to like Black Bean Deli or whatever, you know, getting a sandwich and that's a good time. You know, or maybe calling people say, hey, I'm stopping by Black Bean Deli. Anybody want anything? Yeah, Jack, <laughs> what the hell? I don't go by Black Bean Deli. Yeah, you say that. No, I, I live nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. I Whatever, do pass. It I... comes in, you know, somebody comes into the office right now and they unwrap that wrapper, mm. that delicious smelling sandwich. Mm-hmm. I, pass a, a pa- yeah. I pass a couple Cuban sandwich places. Oh, yeah, nothing like Vegas. No, oh, no, that's not in business anymore, is it? No. Or Senior Castro. He made a good Cuban sandwich over there on Lee Road or where? He did. Yeah. Yeah, I think he sold that place. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry I didn't bring you a sandwich. That's where the media elite would go sometimes for lunch. Which place? Senior Cuban sandwiches to go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had some stories to tell. How about a 25-second handicap and he rolls two no. dice? No! How about that a twenty-five? Like a how, about we, how about we get some competition? Oh, how about Good you don't one. read the questions faster the second time like you always do? Everybody does because you're familiar with the words. Whatever. Fine, so I'll do what go I first. Do. Stutter more. Oh, fumfer it up. I'll go first next time. <gasps> okay. How's that gonna work? <laughs> the caller gets to hear the question. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> It's the first right file on Real Radio. <laughs> Jack's audio file next on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. I have some questions about taking magazines from the doctor's office. More on that later. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Well, let's get to it. Jim, you know R. Kelly. You're a big fan, right? You got that right. Yo, I yo, knew- yo. CD or his, uh, what, cassette, 8-track in your car? Uh, yeah. Not everyone's a big fan of R. Kelly, though. He's had some problems. I think Pinkman can kind of speak to some of the uh, rumors sexual about... Sexual assault charges? Yeah, R. Kelly, right? Oh, yeah, big big problems, sex slaves and all that. Well, his brother is uh, kind of calling him out. He's accusing him. He had a diss track, so it's a song where he kind of uh, tears his brother down, and he's accusing his brother of um, spreading STDs. People have actually listened to this slop. <laughs> I don't know. Is that his 20 minute long song? <laughs> it's, well, that's 12 seconds of it at least. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, you know, if you're a big fan of, you know, R. Kelly, I don't know how you feel about his brother's music. <laughs> No, not for you. S. Kelly. That's music. Wow. 
Um, there was a beat behind it. Not my favorite. I want you to know that mama not pleased. You used to have some better R&B before all the uh, allegations and whatnot. Yeah, you okay. mean R. Kelly did? Yeah, yeah, R. Kelly. Okay. Uh, so, but speaking of music, Jim, I'm going to give you something a little more mainstream. I want you to guess. This is a cover song. Yeah. Which means it was originally done by another well-known artist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's done by a new artist, pretty well-known. Uh, see if you can identify either the original band who originally did the song or the artist now performing. Well, that's, uh, that's uh, Britney Spears covering uh, the song... Help me out with this, Mom. That, I don't even recognize it's it. It's that one disco-y song. Yeah, the one that's uh, got that beat, you know, yeah. that you would... Yeah, with the instruments. Yeah, you, you are spot on. The, the oh, spot on. Glitter ball. You, you nailed it. It is Cher ah. releasing an album of ABBA covers. Oh, so that's, that's Gimme, it. Gimme, Gimme. Oh, the Mama Mia ABBA. album. Yes, but it's uh, that Cher doing yeah. stuff now, you know, and that's... That's it. close. Perfect. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I'm telling you. Absolutely. Snap out of it. <laughs> Jim, if there's one thing firefighters do not need, it's an idiot with an anger problem and a match. But that's exactly what officials in California say they've got on their hands. Though, luckily, he's now in custody. Now, this is a cat. And uh, let's see. His name is Forrest Clark. And he's accused of starting a forest fire. Um now, here is, at following his being in custody, Orange County Supervisor Todd Spitzer spoke today. He's a 51-year-old guy, and he's not all there. This shouldn't be called the Holy Jim Fire. This should be called the Holy Hell Fire. And the man that's been arrested after he's prosecuted and tried in a court of law, and assuming and gratefully uh, he'd be convicted, then he needs to suffer the fullest punishment of the law. Yeah, there's... What's what's has he said anything? What's his excuse? What's... Well, he says he didn't start the fire. Uh, Billy Joel said the same thing. That's a good thing, one, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which fire is he responsible? They the, think he's The holy fire? Which one is that? I don't know which one. I, I Now you have the Mendocino Complex. You have the car fire. People the, losing their property. They're losing all their oh savings. Losing well, members of their family. Firefighters are dying. And this, and this, let's see, why didn't start it? I just, you know, uh, took a, uh, a bellows to the flames. Yeah. Well, there's eight, I, 17 fires, I believe, Whatever. in Toto. Uh, but a little more about this guy, Forrest Clark. This is a monster who would go out with low humidity and high wind and the highest heat temperatures this time of the year and intentionally set the forest on fire. Mentally unstable people is here. Can we get a mugshot of this guy? Oh, we got. I have oh, a video. I bet you a dollar right now. We'll see the mugshots. That yeah, you the can guy tell. looks like a. I don't know. Look, he got the look. I have the video. You're going to hear from him in a minute because. He shot a video right before he was arrested. He was being interviewed by the uh, uh, TV news department. Really? But first, here's uh, one of his neighbors. I knew he was complaining about what he was and wasn't allowed to do. You know, he couldn't put his hammock out front. He couldn't have his barbecue out front. And he was getting frustrated with them, telling him how he had to build his cabin. Poor baby. Yeah, so he he had a cabin out there, and then he was... So I I found video. It was uh, I think the local ABC affiliate oh, yeah. came across this guy and started interviewing him and realized something was weird. Here's a, here's a little with the suspected arsonist, fifty one year old Forrest Clark. Forrest Clark. Let's hear that. Accused of starting a Forrest, forest Clark. fire. 
Yeah. I've been terrorized by MS-13 and oh, 38th really? Street. Okay, but hang, hang they told me that they were going to send hey, eight Mexicans, big Mexicans, and they were going to kill me. Hey, I need to get on a TV, so if I die, at least you know who did it. Okay. Well, if you go to prison... Yeah, <laughs> your wish may come true. You may find MS-13. Here's a little more of foreign. Do you know how this fire started? No idea. I was asleep. I had two earplugs in. I've been up for like 20 some odd days because Mission Hospital will put me on this ambulance oh, stuff. Okay. I know, but the I... reason why I'm jacked is because I'm ADHD and they put me on a downer. It works okay, so, exactly opposite. But... Oh, there you go. Oh, they do give you a Zippo lighter, too. Oh, yeah, goodness. you could actually see the extended interview with this shirtless man. Does and... he look like... Yeah, I mean, you can tell by what he's saying. I mean, he's not yeah. hes not playing with a full deck. I just wonder whether he has that look as well. I don't think he does, actually. He's long hair, but it's in the ponytail. He's shirtless. He's a little scraped up. He says he, he got burnt doing stuff. Yeah, yeah I wonder where all those black and blue marks come from. Anyway. Yeah, we just took him down to the station house. Uh, you know, he must have tripped down the stairs. Yeah, no biggie. Yeah. You can see the video with uh, Forrest at RealRadio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. Jim, there's a problem. Uh, I know you have uh, been talking about these calls you've been getting to your home. I re recently received over the past couple of days two new calls that I did not answer, went to voicemail, mm -hmm. and they've kicked up their game. These um, The robocalls, they've definitely uh, have employed new strategy. You were dealing with... Rachel. Rachel, who made you think that I, yeah. you applied for a loan. Hey, or... this is Rachel. Just want to make contact with you again about the $250,000 home loan we were talking about. Mine's Emily, and thanks for checking on your student loans. Mine's always about <laughs> student loans. Uh, here's a new one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so check this one out. Hey, this is Ed. Uh, I know this call is kind of out of the blue, and I'm not even sure if I have the right number. I got one. But on I thought you were thinking about selling a property here in the neighborhood. <laughs> You know, I have a construction background, and I'm not a realtor, so I was hoping to uh, maybe save a little commissions and maybe, you know, pay for the property in cash. If that's the case, please go ahead and call or text me at... And there you go. Yeah, well, you called and said, yeah, you're absolutely correct. I'm selling it. Give me $5 million. Right. <laughs> not only that, but... It's uh, what they got no. cash. They're also now giving the number that shows up on the caller ID. Uh-huh. Because, you know, in the past, it would be like... Uh, An 800 number or yeah, something. Yeah, it wouldn't match. And then today... I, one rang and it said no ID. I'm like, ah, why not? I'm feeling, I'm feeling Randy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I pick up and then they're gone. And then a minute later, it says voicemail. I'm like, wait a second. I tried to answer this. Yes. So this is what I had on the voicemail. Hi. Good afternoon. I went straight to your voicemail. Um, I just wanted to let you know that we're going to try to get two letters out to the house today. Um, but they're going to come in standard envelopes. Um, mm -hmm. So if you look in the top left, it will say a reference ID. It normally starts with 6249, followed by your last name. What? But the reason for the call is um, I'd much rather send a FedEx or a UPS, but obviously that's going to cost $15. So I want to be certain I have the exact correct mailing address on file before these go out. Seriously? Please give me a call back. Uh, and there you go. It's a numbers game. They know there are enough people who are, you know, not yeah. smart enough or quick enough or, you know, they're just naive and they just know they play the numbers. And what do you need? One out of 500? Yeah. Right. So one out of 100. I don't know what the number is. And then you have is, access but... to their bank account and their their credit card number or whatever it is. Well, so I know they're looking. And I don't. Who knows? Once they get that live connection, then how do they follow up? But it's I answered that one.
And then he jumped right to voicemail. So I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Hi, this is Jim. Uh, I know you might be listening to, uh, you know, the Shot Doctor and uh, Jerry O'Neill over, you know, at uh, sister station, yeah. 98.9 in the game. But I, you know, I just. 96, 96.9. Whatever it is. And uh, <laughs> whatever. just thought you might take the opportunity, yeah. like we talked about, in tuning into, uh, yeah. you know, my program and uh-huh. Real Radio. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, Jim, I have one more clip of audio for you. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's the uh, late night trio. I know um, we were talking about the changes at the Oscars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They announced these changes yesterday. So we have James Corden, Jimmy Kimmel, and Trevor Noah talking about the Oscar changes. And it's just so refreshing that the topic is not uh, or has anything to do with the president. So shall we listen sure. to the late night trio? Jim, you get to decide right. who said it best. Here in Hollywood, the Academy Awards have decided to acknowledge blockbuster summer movies by announcing a brand new Oscar category. The Oscar will be given for outstanding achievement in popular film. Hmm. It's about time, though. I always felt bad for those giant summer blockbuster movies. You know, it's unfair. They never get anything except billions and billions (laughs) and billions of dollars. And the really big news is there's a new category at the Oscars, Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film. I guess someone over there had an idea. They said, what if we honor some movies that people have actually seen? And everybody went, yeah, that's great. We should do that. And here's my opinion. If they want to appeal to viewers, they should just add more than one new category. Like, I want to see best illegally downloaded movie. I, I want, like, real categories. Like, we need, like, hottest Chris. I want... Like the Oscar for the best Meryl Streep. That's what we want. That's what we want. Yeah, I'll give it to Trevor Noah, even though I like Corden and uh, Kimmel as well. Really? I'll give them all points because they're not oh. Fallon, and then they can all move up. All right, right. <laughs> look at them all a point. Let them move up. Communism. I know Corden, he'd join us later in the year. Yeah. All right. Kimmel yeah. would, too. We've talked to him before. Maybe he'll skydive to the studio. Oh, Pinkman. Get on You're on it. Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh. Nice Yeah, guy. get him, too, while you're oh, at it. Oh, that'd be cool. That's your audio file for today. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Uh, more on taking uh, magazines from the doctor's office, or at least requesting, <laughs> can you have them? We'll talk about that. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news right now. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A stolen painting worth over $150 million was found in an unassuming deceased couple's home in New Mexico. These were either very sophisticated art thieves, or they just got really lucky at Goodwill one time. <laughs> Next. Three wild turkeys have been causing traffic jams in a town in Rhode Island. Sounds like they've been getting basted and rabble-rousing. Finally, a coach at a little league game got into a fight with a dad from the opposing team. Leave it to Mr. I live vicariously through my son to ruin a baseball game. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski I Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Pressure becoming too much. We'll never be able to afford another SUV if you don't get that raise. Call now. Toll free. 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. Dirt road in the twilight. Woods so cool and dark. Oh, yeah. Up ahead, pale neon. Somewhere a dog barks. Honky Tonk Moon keeps shining on my baby and me. Breaking up the pool balls, chalking up the cues. Jukebox popping softly, lazy summer blues. 
Travis die. He had a stroke, didn't he? Yeah, I, I know he had a bad substance dying. abuse problem, apparently. Then he got a woodshed proof from the cops. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. But he's not singing anymore. Mm, is that true? Yeah, I think he I think he ended up in Here. fairly bad shape. He's still alive. He is. But he's yes. not singing. I don't think much anymore, sir. You don't think much anymore or what? <laughs> well, I reckon I don't know. No, I don't think he's... I think he I think something happened to him. Yeah. Cops might no, I'm not gonna say that. I guess in two thousand he really switched from country to Christian country. Hell yeah. He got a great voice or had and a great then, voice. Yep. And then he had a run in with the law. I think he was driving his car naked. And they hauled him out of there, and he gave him some lip or did something. They knocked him about a couple of times. That is true. Well, the first time he was arrested was February of 2012. Yeah. When he was parked in a car outside of a church in Texas with an open bottle of wine and smelling of alcohol. So they got him then. Then August of the same year in 2012, Mm -hmm. state troopers responded to a call that a naked man was lying in the road. That was him. Travis, unclothed, smelling of alcohol. Yeah. They say he crashed his car back somewhere, and when they attempted to apprehend him, he threatened... The lives of the troopers. That's never going to work out well. Yeah, but I think yeah, then what happened? Addressed, ad- arrested for DUI and a threat against a public servant, posted bail, and yeah, blah, okay. blah, blah. We'll read about his health. Something happened to him. It, uh, on, yeah, in 2013, the next year, admitted for some heart thing. Mm-hmm. And then he had brain surgery, pressure on his brain. He had a massive stroke right after he went in for that right. heart thing. Ooh. Had a massive stroke three days later. Hardy, hardy. And they That's had surgery did. to relieve pressure on the brain. <sighs> Now, fast forward to July of 2013, he was alert after the brain surgery, his heart pumping with no machines, on the road to recovery. Everybody thought we're good to go. And? Uh, Despite therapy and following that stroke, he was unable to sing or speak and had to rely on a cane to walk for more than a year. Um, In 2016... Matt Williams Jr. made a comeback after falling down that mountain. He recovered his voice three years later. After three years of rehab and therapy and all that, yes. and there it is. He was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in October of 2016. Still where, not singing. Where he performed a rendition at the Country Music Hall yeah, of, of Amazing but he Grace. Wasn't, he wasn't it wasn't his old voice. It's someone not... texted that he just won a Grammy for Forever Country, that like a Grammy mashup, you know, when they pair artists. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway. uh, what's the rule, if there is any, about uh, magazines of the doctor or dentist's office? I'm not talking about a copy of... Of Jack and Jill, right? I'm talking about book. Yeah, okay. I'm talking to you know, magazine. You got People magazine. You might have. Um, okay. Can you do the crossword? T- rip out a recipe, maybe. How about just the magazine itself? Take the whole thing. Yeah, maybe there are several recipes in there. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the idea of ripping out recipes and then somebody's leaving through that later on. They go, yeah, come on, what are you doing? You're, where's the recipe? Yeah, where's the cacio e pepe? Right. I mean. I don't so know. So something sparks think, your interest in an article, maybe some recipes. Is it okay to say, hey, mm-hmm. do you mind if I take this magazine? No. I think if you ask, and they're like, sir, well, that's really for other patients as well. Right. So how do you respond if somebody says, what's with the magazine? What do you mean? Oh, you were, you're already putting it in your briefcase? I brought it. Yeah, like, all like, kind of. You rolled it up and put it on your arm? Just, yeah, along with, you know, maybe my wallet, my phone, you know, I get you're everything. You're holding all that in your hand? The, yeah. And so they my actually called key, you on my it. My car keys. Right. So the receptionist called you on it. Hey, what's with the magazine? Yeah, like kind of, <laughs> like kind of. Oh. Where are you going with the magazine? Yeah. Well, what'd you say? Well, I said, well, you must I, have fumfered around. Yeah, I was like, going oh, 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 to oh, put oh, it back oh, in a rack. 
Mm. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, no, you weren't going to. No. You got caught. No, I asked him if I could take the magazine. Uh, <laughs> and Southern Living. You took it? Yeah, and then they said, you know. We'll get you a subscription. But it's kind of a, a ladies' magazine. Oh, they called you out that way, too? I said, well, you know, I'm near retirement. You never know. That's awful. <laughs> I do not think you should have tried to pilfer it. I didn't try to pilfer it. No, you, I did. You had I, it on like, your no, arm. I had yeah, it. Like I had it and said, do you mind if I take yeah. this magazine? If she right. I've been said, coming here forever. If she hadn't said, I hey, what's... I probably paid for the subscription no. 100 times over. No. If she hadn't said, hey, what's with the magazine, no, you would have just walked... She didn't say anything. I, I uh, had the magazine. I was waiting to be called in. I was leaving through it. Oh, that looks good. Oh, pasta and uh, tomato cream sauce. That looks... Uh, with shrimp. That looks good. Ooh. Oh, there's another one. And uh, and I said, geez, I'd just like to... I want to take this I don't want to rip, you know. Why don't you just... You have a smartphone. You take a picture of the recipe. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't want it with the magazine. I don't want the <laughs> smartphone. I want the magazine. I like the magazine in the kitchen cooking. I want the magazine. I want the smartphone. Well, then order your own Southern Living. Well, does it have those recipes? What? Oh, you get ones without recipes? What? No, every Southern Living has recipes. Well, it doesn't have the recipe I'm interested in. I'm interested in the in oh. the pasta with shrimp and tomato cream sauce. Oh, I see. I'm sure there's probably a hundred different recipes for that yeah, online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a good time with some red pepper flakes. Yeah, Fra Diablo, Diablo mm. or whatever. That's good stuff. Mm. Not good for your heart, but just ask him. <sighs> yeah, just take it. No, don't. If you want to, uh, you're a thief. What I'm, advice imp- is that I'm impressed that your doctor's office has up-to-date magazines. Mm. Yes. Must really nice. up-to-date magazines. They're on top yeah, of I've been it. to some places where the magazines are three years old. Oh, yeah. yeah that's even worse, least. then. What? If you're taking a fresh magazine. Why? It's an antique? The old no, ones? No, if no. You take the <laughs> if you're August, taking a new one. The August issue, that's... Oh, I don't know what it was. Everyone no else idea. cannot use I that I think it was now. fairly new. Yeah, exactly. But I'm really interested in those recipes. Well, so go home, copy it on, you know, Xerox it, and then bring it back. Too late. Uh, why? Xerox it. I don't know. Whatever. Copy <laughs> it. It costs a dime at the library. Seriously. Not anymore. Well, come in what, here and what do, do they charge you? Oh, that's not you can. No, you shouldn't use that for personal for a, a for recipe. Your personal one use. piece of paper oh, around here. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Everybody does that. And before you know, uh, you're going through you know ream after ream of paper, and then you yeah, know, I, I did whole, nothing for the news. The company whole, says we got to fire somebody to cover the cost of paper. When I was going <laughs> to UCF, I copied a whole textbook on that machine. <laughs> well, two, oh. one for me and a friend. Oh, that's a bald faced lie. You never cracked a textbook in your life when you were in UCF. <laughs> I did. And you know it. The one I had to copy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Cum laude, baby. Oh, matter of fact, I graduated 19 years ago yesterday. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Can I have another pen? Do you have your diploma <laughs> on the. Do you still have that pen? I do. The Mont Blanc? Yeah. Mont, Blanc. Ooh, Mont Blanc. Mont Blanc. It's in a box yeah. in my desk. I, I won't the, use it. Love mm. the look on his face when he got that. It's like, like oh. it's a big deal. What is this, a bar mitzvah? Yeah. I, I didn't know pens were a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. I, lear- I learned <laughs> after I graduated. PlayStation that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How come you didn't some... get me any kind of yeah, video yeah. game? Exactly. Yeah. Some movies. Movies. <laughs> got a stupid pen. I still have it. I keep it in a box and it's unused. All right. I put it out on my desk, it disappears. Uh-oh. Magnum, they're rebooting Magnum on CBS. We talked about this at the beginning of the program. Is it not so place sure about this. Uh, last I, hope I so. checked. Why would you call it Magnum? It's so Magnum it, with no mustache. Is it a Hawaiian guy? It's a Magnum. No, no it's a Hispanic guy, as a matter of well, it's a Hispanic no. actor. I don't know. I mean, it's Magnum. Well, it says Magnum Ardo or something. 
but it's Mag- <laughs> Magnardo. <laughs> no, that's the guy who flies the banner over the city. That's city Lions. No, no, that's Magneto. What's his name? <laughs> the guy who was a lawyer. Martinez Mangliardi. That's the guy. Yeah, he he flies you, a, a banner yeah. over the Lions game, dragging it behind. You know, uh-huh. and that's he. I don't know. He's got a mustache. <laughs> Yeah, so not, he should be the new Magnum. Maybe he should be Magnum Magliardo. They got the dogs. They got the dogs, and they've got Higgins, a relative yeah. of Higgins. I don't but know if it's a great granddaughter or something. In the previews, oh, the car gets did. wrecked. Oh, yeah, and he's, you know, well, they, they, well, they, well, they, well it's the same director fine. from or producer from uh, what is it uh, from uh, that, oh, that movie snapping, with all, all the car chases. Mm, that's not helpful. Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious, uh, exactly. So oh, they got this points. Magnum character, you know, jumping off a cliff, you mm. know, and after he spins the car mm. and then jumps out of the car and then jumps off the Magnum cliff. Magnum never did that. Jumps off, exactly. Jumps off the cliff and grabs onto a rail on TC's helicopter mm. and, you know, and then smirks for the camera. You know, come on now. You know, there's a controversy in Kansas. I don't even know if they have oh. the same music. I don't even know if they have the same opening where Magnum has got the girl on the yeah, surfboard. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, looking yeah. at her butt for a couple of seconds. Brrr. And then giving that old boy that loosey-goosey look like life is beautiful. Uh-huh. I'm sorry this is messing with the bromance that you had with Tom Selleck as Magnum. Everybody, Everybody had did. a bromance, Everybody man. Everybody had every it. Man wanted, man, women, it I'm didn't sorry. Matter. Every man wanted to be Tom Every man wanted to be Tom Selleck. And every, no woman, wanted, about it. every woman wanted him. I mean, wanted him. This is a reboot appealing to a new audience, so he's Hispanic now, a new demographic. Well, just, why just come then why even why even call it Magnum? Just Mm-mm. now I know Hawaii Five O, the reboot, has done pretty damn well. Right. That's why. Everything old is new again. Yeah. And you get old fuddy duddies talking about it uh, and wanting to check it out and complaining. <laughs> I'll make you a bet right now this will uh, never yeah, be as successful as the original yeah, Magnum PI. Won't last two seasons. It won't last I think two seasons. Because cause I think that, yeah, new audience, number one, they're not going to network TV very much. Right. And an older audience, they're going to be just like me. They're going to be sitting around, that's now Tom Selleck. <laughs> mm-hmm. TC wouldn't no, do that. Correct. You are correct. Yeah, Rick wouldn't have the tiki torches, you know, uh, lighted up at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and then there's a love interest. Uh, you know, Magnum never had a love interest with Higgins. There wasn't. It oh, was no. kind of a... Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a relationship. Oh, what kind of? Uh, it was a love-hate relationship. Okay. I think they had a fondness for one another, mm-hmm. but I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. But now I don't. I think it's Higgins' granddaughter, great niece, or something like that, and she's in charge of the compound. They still got those old Doberman pinchers running around. They do in the new yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Chasing Magnum, mm-hmm. and uh, but no mustache and no. It's not going to work. Mm-mm. Sorry, just cannot work. No short shorts. Why well, watch it then? Unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? Kind of yes. me out, yeah. No tank tops. Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, you know, guys. You know mm. the, the shaved chest. I don't know where the hell that's. That started with Top Gun. Yeah, you got to shave in oil every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oil, not yeah. just shave. Oh, oh, it's part of the daily regimen. Maybe you just get laser, so you don't have to shave. That no, must be scratchy all... after a bit. That's part Scratch of being after a man. playing volleyball. Mm. Yeah, it was. Ugh. Yeah, well, then they all go into the shower. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. Yeah. Top the, gun? Oh, yes. Yeah, snapping towels on each other's arses. Mm. Here is. Uh... <laughs> what does this happen? How do we go from Tom Selleck to 
Jim's oh. fantasies. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy. It's because the the mm-hmm. the actor playing uh, Magnum. Yeah. You know, think of the you you know the standard scene of you know he's bare chested, yeah. usually coming out of the shower. Right. His phone is ringing. Mm-hmm. TC is calling him. You know, or Rick is calling him. Hey, we got a problem over here. The Magnum has to get in his Ferrari or whatever oh, the hell yes. he's driving. Uh huh. And uh, this is you know after you know, the the, the hair is all wet and sticking. You know, it's that. It's that standard scene. Then on the way out, you know, he sees uh, Hagen's grandniece or great granddaughter, and they make goo goo eyes at one another. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll be back after uh, you know, I go out there and machine gun some uh, some fool down there with TC. Here is uh, <laughs> here's Jeff. Jeff, you're on Real Radio. Go ahead. Hey Jim, I'll take your dollar bet on the Magnum series. Get out of here! That thing, do does, well that thing is as, that thing is useless. I think it's going to do as well as uh, Hawaii Five O. No, no, no. CBS has got their stuff going. Now, uh-uh. it won't do as well as the original Magnum PI. All right, I'll make you the bet. It won't. It won't outlast the number of seasons from the original uh, Magnum oh, PI. No, no, no way. Uh, Impossible. Get research it. Get research to tell us how many seasons it was on. Research yeah. Magnum PI. Oh, the eight, 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 eight or nine years, yeah. I think. It, it was check Hawaii Five O. Yeah, this thing ain't going this that thing. long. You know that as well as I do. Good luck. I think the new Hawaii Five O <laughs> has already surpassed the original. What? As a matter of fact, Tom Selleck is going to break his own record number of seasons on the air number uh, with a series yeah. with Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. That's been on longer than Magnum PI. Original Magnum was on for eight years. And whatever happened to Wofat? Oh, we don't talk about him. Hey, Larry, whatever happened to Wofat on Magnum PI? Uh-huh. Wofat was uh, James Bond, wasn't it? No, no. Wofat. <laughs> you no. got Wofat Sorry. between now, your ears. Right. Now, Wofat was on job. Hawaii Five-0. That's right. He was. Uh, but he, you said he has the shorts? Short shorts? Short shorts. shorts. No, yeah. I don't think he wears short shorts. With the stripes and stuff? Yeah, the stripe down the side. Yeah. Ooh, what? Disgusting. In this new one? No, the old yeah. one he used to wear short shorts. No, the shorts. old one he had the khaki short shorts that, uh, yeah. you know. I know they were like tight basketball pants. Like, Mm-mm. you know, the little package was him doing his thing. Was, oh, you could see tight. it. Yeah, you could see yeah, the outline right? of what's what. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the thing. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, right there. So. I know. But the magazine, Jim, why do you want to take a magazine home from a doctor's office? Why not? It's weird, right? Not only weird, but gross. I mean, you got people, oh, God, you know, yes. they got stuff in the death for a reason. I'm a tough and guy. The, I'm resilient when it comes to that kind of stuff. You're going to get it, and you're bringing it into your home. This is why you eat a spoonful of dirt every month that mm-hmm. makes you stronger, makes you tougher. He's right. One I never nine. thought of that. Yeah. Eat some dirt. You'll never get a cold again. Here's Chris on Real Radio. <laughs> it's not a thing. Hey, I got to say. You're right, hands down. I had a customer, I'm a plumber, and she had Magnum PI all over her house. Exactly. She was obsessed with him. I didn't even talk to her about it, but she was you could tell she was a fan. And she was this like about eight or nine years ago. Yeah. She's probably in her seventies at the time. That male that's she was a fan. That's she about has, the that's about the age. That was a big deal. This was a big show. There's no question about it. Now the number of channels you can get was you know, not as much as you can get nowadays, but it was a yeah, it was a very successful show. She had all of her posters. It was crazy. I was like, this is kind of weird, but I'm like, eh, <laughs> people have their own thing. You got that right. <laughs> TC has got that hell again, that little helicopter. Yeah, that that makes me scared. The little helicopter, yeah, the two seater. Yeah, it's scary. You know that little bubble flying. Yeah, it's the one mm-hmm. like. Rode in when I was in Rio for Carnival. Oof. 
It was shaking. Got it seemed it. like bolts were popping <laughs> off of it. Yeah. The first time I ever flew in a helicopter was this past spring. Really a lot of fun. No. I, I was in a bigger helicopter. It was two, three. It was seven. Se- seats for seven. And it was in Hawaii. It was in March. The first helicopter ride ever of my entire life. And I was thinking about that little TC helicopter thinking, this is not going to go well. And they actually asked you to write your weight down. Because, I you say, write your will. No, well, that, yeah, I thought about, like, do we have this all in order? But you know how I am. I'm not telling people what I weigh, not even the doctor. So the the helicopter... That's true, people. You heard that correct. She will not tell her doctor what she weighs. No, but you have well, to... Well, they have to. No, 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 because they want to put, you know, uh, equal weight on either side of the helicopter. I'm like, boom, it's not lopsided. I well, I mean, did they say you sit over here? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think they did that? Because they think I'm a fatso? I don't know what they were thinking, but they're counteracting. They're they're balancing weight. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, you may not have to say what your weight is, but they're going. Oh, they're judging you. They're judging. It's like little judgy. Of course they are. Yeah, they're a little judgy. I'm like, little judgy. Oh, sorry, that's Jack's rapper now. Yeah, little judgy. Little judgy. What up, though? Yeah, I I felt a little judged when I stood at the counter, you know, because they asked for your weight, and I'm like, mm-mm. They have a secret. Because you're standing there. Yeah. It's a secret. It's under, it doesn't matter it's under anyway. your feet. Yeah. yeah. They got under it at the, the counter. They've got it recorded. Okay, we understand. You want to tell us her? Well, thank you very much. And then they go, okay. Okay, that fat, so she sits on the end. Nothing. They'll just yeah. put her in. Uh, let's put her in at 240. <gasps> no. If you don't give, that's how they no. get back. That's, that's exactly how they get, correct. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, what if I wanted to sit next to my husband and they put him on one side and me on the other side? No, if you don't tell them the weight, they, their maximum weight they put in is 240. No, 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 correct. no, no, no. I'm not 240. I'm not even 200 anything. I've you never been then they send it off to the FAA. It's on, the, it's no, on, the, God. It's on your permanent on record. Permanent record. <laughs> you refusing to tell them, telling them I, I will not give you my weight yeah. gets more attention to the topic than any t- number you could throw out. I just out. left it blank. I didn't make it to yeah, do. You're probably on the terrorist list now. No, I didn't it's make it. It's file on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Hey kids, here's the Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band. They're coming to the Hard Rock Live this Friday night. We have your chance to win tickets upcoming on Closest to the Pin just a few minutes from now. Nothing but the night makes me feel alive, makes me want to spread my wings and fly. Something about the moon gets me in the mood for rolling on a river in a bell. Fiddle Fub and all over the place this afternoon. Everything from the reboot of Magnum. CBS has kicked that off. Talking about chicken sandwiches versus Rice Krispie treats. Oh, no doubt. By the way, you guys are all wrong on that. What? The, uh, oh, I agree with you, Jack. I think you oh, should give kids yeah. chicken. Of course, you could, should give well, kids chicken. That wasn't the question. What right. do kids want? <laughs> what so, do? Would you rather have a chicken sandwich, little boy or little girl, or would you rather have a Rice Krispie treat? Right. You've no, been no, eight no, no, hours. no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. Would you rather a chicken sandwich or a but, Rice Krispie treat? It's would you rather Chick Fil A or a Rice Krispie treat? And the idea of Chick Fil A, it's not just chicken to them. Even if you said Chick Fil A, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? They'd say Rice Krispie treat. I think you are wrong. If you put a Chick Fil A sandwich down. And you put a Rice Krispie treat down. What do you think they go for first? Rice Krispie. Thank you. I don't know. Depends on how hungry yeah. they are. It's a 25-year-old who says well, that. I said, what are they going to go for first? The parents. 
the parents mm-hmm. who text and say all day long Chick Fil A. Of course, yeah, they what do they know? Because that's what they want you to do. Well, when you're six and seven years old, uh-uh, it ain't working that way. And you're traveling, and you think you're coming to Orlando, and four hours later, you're in a uh, hotel room with people you don't know in a car without a car seat, and they haven't fed you, and they just throw you a, a Rice Krispie treat. It's like, okay, this is like, what? we're not hostages, right? I mean, these kids are not hostages. You're not just throwing them a Rice Krispie treat in a little blue pack. You know, you got to feed them, and you have to feed them something a little more substantial. I'm than, not arguing that. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. Uh-huh. I'm simply saying a kid will go for a Rice Krispie treat before they're going to go for a Chick Fil A. I don't have anything against Chick Fil A. Uh-uh. I mean, uh, broccoli's better for them too, but they're not going to chew. They're not going to eat that first. Ew. Yeah, broccoli sucks. Now I'd go. Uh-huh. They probably go for a chicken sandwich before they go for broccoli. Yes. Here is uh, here is John on Real Radio. Go ahead, John. Jim, I'm stressing out about this Magnum PI. I got I got two real problems with it. Oh, <laughs> don't freak. Don't yeah. freak. Oh. I don't like this at all. I don't uh, like it. I don't like the idea. I hate the idea of these reboots. Um, did someone say they're going to bring back the dogs? The dogs are back. Oh. The Dobermans are back. Okay. Probably the great, 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 great grandsons of the original Dobermans, I okay. guess. So hopefully not the same name. My other big issue is, I don't know if anybody remembers this character, but his name was Ice Pick, the guy that gave all this knowledge and information underground in this steam bath. You remember that guy that Rick was no. always sitting with? No. He was 150 yes, years old. Yes, I do. Know. Yes, oh, exactly. Ice Pick. Ice Pick. So he by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was old then, if that's the case. And I hope they have a new helicopter, too, instead of uh-huh. TC's old bag of bones <laughs> flying around. Uh, yeah. All, all right, right, so I'm stressed um, out, too. I don't like the idea at all. Nope. You know, slap a mustache on that guy. Give him some short shorts and a t-ball cap, and let's go to town. <laughs> Is he going to be a, tr- a Detroit Tigers fan? Uh, gosh, I hope so. Is he going to wear a cap that says because uh, yeah, Magnum wore a cap that said Da Nang? Remember the Vietnam uh, cap. Uh-huh. So is this guy a vet of the Gulf War, Afghanistan? Oh, yeah, maybe he's, a, he's got he's a some... Navy SEAL. Everybody's an ex-Navy SEAL nowadays. Of course they are. For a while there, you were an ex-Navy something, right? Yeah, until Every, the, yeah, until they the said, Navy no, SEAL do organization got a hold of me. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, why aren't they doing it to this actor? He's a fake Navy they SEAL, They take that too. very seriously, and I understand that. I just did it as a goof or whatever, and then I was like, oh, oh yeah. Hey, I, I, it's good out. enough for Magnum's reboot. It's good enough for you. Well, no, they got he got yeah. they got permission. It's yeah. okay if you get permission. Oh, oh, oh Magnum, I didn't know. It's a fictional it's character. It's a fictional character. I see. We just created fictional biographies on the website. <laughs> That's right. For real people. They didn't care about that. Yeah. I mean, they didn't care for that. Yeah. I actually got a call from a Navy SEAL. When we first started cut out. It out. Oh yeah, well, I was in unit. That, 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 what unit were you in, Uncle? What, I gotta go. I, I think. It's, I, oh yeah, I was in unit nine. We're up against like the break. That. We gotta <laughs> go. Commercials are. Yeah. Oh no. Nine or ten. We go. What the goodbye. Here's uh, Alan. You're on Real Radio, Alan. Hey, Jim. Hey. How you doing? Doing okay. Hey, I just wanted to thank you for over the years. I've been listening to you back since you were on AM. I'm oh. going to be oh, my. going away yeah. and uh, have limited access to iHeartRadio or phones. And I just wanted to let you know how much uh, I enjoyed your show for a number of years and want to wish you early happy Ooh. retirement. Well, thank oh, you very so much. Sweet. I appreciate it. still got a few months to go, but I, I do appreciate it. Are you that. going to jail, sir? 
No, no, not no. Stop. It's top secret. <laughs> Nothing like that. Going Nothing to Antarctica? Like Where are you going? I mean, uh, it's top secret. I can't really say. Oh, oh see, uh, see. there you go. Well, you might uh, be able to pick me up on shortwave, so <laughs> stay tuned. I appreciate the. Uh, uh, what? One other ahead. quick question. Um, you think you, you, you have a guy one time that had a duck that used to call in? A duck? Yeah. <laughs> like Charlie or something? Was he named his duck Charlie? Wait a minute. Oh, That's that does sound familiar. And, all right, I got, I got, I got to reach way back into the me. memory bank. I'm sorry, I think that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me work on that, sir. Thank you very much for the nice thoughts. I, think I, I have appreciate dementia, it. but it does sound sort of familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh huh. Most deaf. Somebody will call. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Really? Uh, duck. Uh, duck. See, I hate the duck. <laughs> Robert, you're on Real Radio. <laughs> hey, good afternoon, Jim. Hello, Robert. I'm going to be sorry to see you go, too. Um, <laughs> hey, I got, a neck, uh, got an idea for uh, free magazines. I, when I was uh, mm. going through some bad times, I was uh, there was a big recycling bin along the side over in uh i don't want to say where it is but uh they're everywhere and there there's one usually for newsprint yeah. and there's another one for uh magazines no kidding and if you open up the side you've got your choice of a billion different kinds of magazines all of them seem to be in pretty good shape oh where is that and, give me the address uh, for that i'm like you know i want to go to <laughs> retirement my cost mm-hmm. you know, i gotta watch my budget you I know think I they're everywhere all right okay so so what you could get anything uh, like well, Time and Newsweek and Playboy and Playgirl. Oh, yeah. and... I didn't see a lot of the uh, men's magazines, but uh, yeah, that's you know, mostly, but a lot of really high-end magazines that you would mm-hmm. never, you know, I, I'm not going to pay $15 for a magazine. Oh, yeah, the ones I would I would never read, like Fortune magazine or something. Oh, yeah. Well, the reason you don't know, see men's, men's magazines is because stupid men actually collect those magazines because they think they're going to be worth something someday. But what they yeah. don't remember is every other guy that gets those magazines starts collecting them as well. Jack still has his Playboy Easy. magazine. Easy. It's, it's just in the milk crate. But I got Uh-oh. him. My Who's people that? know not to call. No, this is a solicitor. <laughs> hey, this is Rachel. You know, she wants to know something. Let's answer it. No, Let's yeah, talk to what, Rachel. What if it's George? Oh, I know his number. What if he's calling from, from a, a captain? Yeah. He's, no, it's, it's, I'm running away. No. <laughs> it's one of those solicitors. On, now it says telemarketer. Yeah. On the next Phillips file, we'll show Moira how to silence her phone. Mm. <laughs> the word of the day is whooping soccer. Whooping soccer. Mm-hmm. That's German, you know. Not whooping soccer. Yeah. Whooping soccer. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. It's a type of motorcycle. Mm. They don't make them anymore. No, it's a kid's game. I think it's a disease. A Voop and soccer? Voop. W H O. Voop and soccer. No. Yeah, Voop and soccer. No, W H O O P E N soccer. S O C K E. Voop and soccer. Whoop and soccer. Whoop and soccer. Nope. Oi, oi, oi. Oh, God. Whoop and soccer. Whoop and soccer. Oi, oi, oi. Yes, it's a. Uh, I don't know what it is. Bundesliga soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> it's a craft beer. Bundesliga. German craft beer. All right, uh, regular round of closest to the pin right around the corner. Don't forget, Eddie the Shaman should be dropping by later this afternoon. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407 916 1041. 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, that old goat in that commercial saying he's walking 12 miles a day. Get yeah. out of here. What is that, three yeah, hours sure, he's right, spending right, right. on the whole yeah, I just say, yeah, I'm yeah. walking from here to Lake Apopka. I thought I'd walk to downtown. Yeah, the old lady picks here. me up. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 12 miles a day. It's 12 yeah, miles sure. to my home in Lake Mary. Yeah. Am I going to walk? Yeah. No. <laughs> Time nope. for that regular round of closest to the pit. I'm playing against Paul Peters, oh. the backup. Peter, Paul, and Mary. And Mary's going uh, into the uh, hallway right now. The three apostles. Peter, Paul, and Mary? That doesn't really count. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, he said apostles. Do you think we have a lot of... Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have any biblical age people around. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> All of you, Mo. I it's guess. New Testament, at least. What do you got, Pickman? <laughs> We've got a pair of tickets to see Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band and the Beth Hart Band at Hard Rock Live this Friday. You can buy your tickets now. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. All right. Thank oh, you very yeah. much, Mr. Pickman. <laughs> Let's get Paul on board. Whooping soccer. Hello, Paul. Whooping soccer. Oh, 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 see, so much for that apostle. Where is he? He's alive. Is that on one? Try two. Paul? Mr. Phillips, man, I got to tell you, thanks so much. Uh, oh. I'm so sorry to hear about your retirement. Anyhow. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, that's very play, kind. Man. You ready to go? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your name, sir? <laughs> Paul. Oh, Paul, okay. you ready to play the game? Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, here it's a category submitted by Brad when Mother Nature Bites Back. Question about Florida's top five of ten animal nuisances as rated by Florida Today. All right. And we were talking a lot about shark bites and alligator attacks. So it's uh, when Mother Nature bites back. Are you ready to go, Paul? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go in three, two, one. Number one, spiders, brown recluse, and southern black widows are the most venomous. When was the last time someone died from a brown recluse bite? What year? 1984. The bears. Those Florida black bears are the largest land animal in the Sunshine State and can be pesky. How many are there uh, to the nearest thousand in Florida? 1,126. Sharks rank number three. They often get a bad rap for ripping off flesh of surfers and swimmers, but serious shark attacks are rare. How many unprovoked fatalities since 1900? 927. An estimated 5 million American alligators are spread out across the southeastern United States. Roughly how many live in the state of Florida? 1,200,000. Florida boasts about 50 species of snakes. How many are venomous of those 50 species? Four. Time. Good job. At the, the first end, one, did he say 84 or 94 for the year? Uh, four. He said 84. Okay, we got it. We'll oh, put okay. you on hold and Thanks. let's bring Jim back in. <laughs> and bring I Dr. Know. in. I know. He was very excited. Mm. That's awesome. He's an apostle, you know. Well, he uh, got a couple of them pretty darn close. So, Mo, Jim can't hear us. He can only hear you over No, through these headphones he could hear, maybe. He can't hear anything. All right, forget (laughs) it. Not even with headphones on. Yeah. 
Hello, Jim. Hi, Pop. We are doing American Sign Language now because you cannot Mo making sounds like a bat? Because she can't stop. Who knows? I can't walk in. We were having an animal noise off. And it is has to do with the category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. All right. When Mother Nature Bites Back. Okay. In reference oh. to shark bites and alligator attacks. Mm -hmm. Questions about Florida's top five of ten animal nuisances as rated by Florida today. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right. So I we're going to... Wait, I got Paul's time. And we're right then. And then we reset the clock for Jimmy. And we begin your round in three, in two, in one. Number one, spiders, brown recluse, and southern black widows are the most venomous. When was the last time someone died from a brown recluse bite? What Tw year? 2010. The bears, those Florida black bears, are the largest land animal in the Sunshine State and can be pesky. How many are there to the nearest thousand in Florida? Uh, 2,000. Sharks rank number three. They often get a bad rap for ripping off flesh of surfers and swimmers, but serious shark attacks are rare. How many unprovoked fatalities since 1900? 50. An estimated 5 million American alligators are spread out across the southeastern United States. Mm. Roughly, how many live in the state of Florida? 2 million. Florida boasts about 50 species of snakes. How many are venomous? Of Four. Time. Mm. All right, Jim, I have your time. Right. I'm adding five seconds to it. It's a handicap you have. Much smaller than Pinkman's usual handicap. I just want to point that out. <laughs> um, my questions are more difficult. No question about it. Thanks to Brad, <laughs> co-producer for All Gaming. Thanks, Brad. You're playing against Paul when Mother Nature bites back. Sarah, as you know, Mo, everybody knows Tom Selleck is 6'4", except Pinkman, who yeah, said he was, five, what, 5'9"? Nine. Nine. <laughs> I'm sorry, the other guy said 6'2", so... Yeah, 6'3", nope. I think. Six th yeah, he said 6'3". Well, he got it wrong, too. But he was just a smidge away. You were like a whole person. At least yeah. he was over 6'2". Well, you know who won the game? I do. Me. You. Thank you. Oh, okay. Brown recluse and southern black widows, the most venomous types of spiders, the number one nuisance in Florida. The last time someone died from a brown recluse bite was what year? Paul said. 84. Jim. 2010. 2014. No. Following a lengthy hospital stays and numerous procedures for six months after the bite. Put a number on you, those brown recluse spiders. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jim's up one nothing. How about the bears? Got bears. Uh, bears. How many Florida black bears in the Sunshine State? Paul, Paul said, said 1,126. Jim said 2,000. 4,000. Jim is closer. Jim gets the point. Mm -hmm. Actual number is 4,030. Mm -hmm. If you encounter a black bear Throw berries at, at close range, mm -hmm. remain standing upright, back up slowly, and speak to the bear in a calm, assertive voice. Like this. Just like that. I think that's what everybody would... Yeah, it sounds good, but nobody would do Remember that. Remember Moe's husband growled at a bear one time? He did. Number three on the nuisance list, sharks. Mm. Now they will rip your flesh off. And, oh. You know, they yeah. like surfers. They like swimmers, basically, because they come to their house. Mm. Um, however, serious shark attacks are rare. Unprovoked fatalities. Mm. How many in the past Since the, what 118 year? years. Since 1900. Oh, 118 yeah. years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Paul said. 927. Jim. 50. 36. Okay. Jim is closer. Right. Uh, the number goes up to 86 if you count provoked attacks. Uh-oh. But Jim gets the point. It's 3 nothing. I'm feeling so confident you can add another two seconds to the Miami. Oh, man. Deal. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, yeah, you're fine. Uh, so here we go with American alligators. Five million in the southeastern United States. Mm-hmm. How many in Florida? Paul said. 1.2 million. And Jim? Two million. 1.25 million. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Paul gets a point. Three to one. How about snakes? What about them? I don't like spiders and snakes. 50 species in the state of Florida. Yeah. But how many are venomous? Okay, then. They said four each. They both said four. Okay, the answer is six. You each right. get a point. Paul, Jim, you win four, four to, two. to two. You win. Sorry about that, uh, Paul. Have a great weekend. I'm the champion. Oh, boy. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. My win loss record. 90, uh, 80 to 30. Well, not too bad. No, it's really good. We'll talk over him. I need Rodney the uh, gator hunter, if not uh, today, but tomorrow. There's a video. My wife was showing this to me last night, and uh, maybe we can track it down. There's a video of a uh, woman who takes, a, you know, a, you know, just a standard janitor's the push gr- broom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's, uh, she's, um, she's, uh, Pushing, pushing his broom on the top of an alligator. Like brushing him off? Just brushing him off. Ah. And it's a big alligator, too. I mean, it's, you know, where the head is about this wide. Oh. I know it's radio, but you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. And, uh, but she's, yeah, she's at the tail end, right? And she's with the push broom on the, on the, on the top side of the alligator. He's just, uh, he's just laying just like, there. Oh, he must make it feel and like she's, a and massage. She, and then I'm thinking... All right, do alligator, you think alligators can feel that? Mm. I'm not sure whether they can feel that, but there was also, it looked like she was brushing up as, you know, she gets forward towards the head like she had brushed up some hair. I'm not kidding you. You have to look at the video, and I'm going, wait a minute. Is there some kind of bristle or something on an alligator? Maybe it was algae. Oh, yeah. or, do you see it? Yeah, that's weird. What I'll put it on that? our website. What? What do, do you think, think that's that is? fake a Photoshop kind of no. thing? No, no, that's not Photoshop. She is, she is, she's she cleaning is, it. Yeah, she's brooming. Yeah, sweeping. <laughs> she's sweeping the alligators back, and then I'm thinking, I wonder maybe if he, he likes it. I don't know whether they can even feel that because they have that really rough. Yeah, maybe uh, they might feel something if you know they you, you you put a uh, a rope around their leg. They feel a tug and they react to it. But do you think they? The tactile, they have some kind of feeling. For sweeping? No, probably not. For bristles on a broom? No. You know, if you had it upside down and you tickled its tummy, you know, do you think they'd feel that? Maybe on the undercarriage, but not on the top. No, no, I don't think so on the top. And she's just brushing away. Isn't that weird? This is weird. Yeah, post that. You got it, Kevin. I mean, do you see where it looks like hair that she's... Yeah, it's What if she swept up? Looks like hair. Looks like a bunch of cat hair or something. And I'm just wondering whether that's on the alligator, where that came from. It's the Phillips File, just asking. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. I shall ask. We shall seek the answer. Let's see what we can find out. Time for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Apparently, there is a family in California that brings their kids to Disneyland once or twice a week. The only reason this is a news story is because of how expensive it is to live like that. Let that sink in. Next. Eyebrow wigs are the latest fashion trend. You hear that pencil on ladies. You've got a whole new lease on life now. Finally, 
a Florida woman has been arrested after streaking around a local park in the middle of the day. She claims she was running from a giant spider. This story just smells like meth. Definitely meth. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And transmission. Yeah, if you're shopping for that home, you find the home you want, then you gotta pay for it. Ah, what do you do? You go to wearenotthebanks.com. They're a direct lender, and their mortgage is made easy. Brad Siebert and his team will walk you through every step of the process, let you know what you need to secure that loan. They even have a certified homebuyer program, which really puts you in the driver's seat. You can eliminate the doubt, compete against cash offers, and close faster. You want to finance a mobile home? They can help with that as well. Are you military? Well, they handle VA loans at We Are Not The Banks. You find them online for all your mortgage needs. See Brad and his team at wearenotthebanks.com. Johnson bought the farm, put a needle in her arm. That's the way that it goes, that's the way. And a brother laid it down in the cold Kentucky ground. That's the way that it goes, that's the way. That's the way that it goes. Everybody's buying little baby clothes. That's the way that it is. Though there was a time when she and I were friends. On that uplifting note, don't forget Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of a three and a seven. Jimmy's on the line right now. Let's see what he has on tap. But you read that article from the New York Times. What do you think? I did. First thing first, uh, ask Jack which Cohen Brothers soundtrack he's playing that from. <laughs> what is that from? I that's from that's Jim. My, that's yeah. I, that's from Jim's iPod. It's an artist called uh, named Jillian Welch. But is it from a movie? I don't. I don't I, have no I'd idea. I have to look it up. I don't. I don't have a clue. Songs, songs to tie a noose by. Exactly. Songs to you know just stick a needle in your arm. You just want to say, well, this has been a fun life. But yeah, I did. I read that uh, article uh, that you gave me from the New York Times in the food section regarding uh, the importance of music in restaurants. But that theory really kind of applies to, I believe, any retail spot. I think you're right. It sets a mood. It sets an atmosphere. It uh, it's human as psychologists, I suppose, or socio whatever they call it, human manipulation. You know, they're they're getting you in a particular mood, and if they think they can apply the right music. You'll be more willing to buy, or you'll be more willing at least to have a good time, I suppose. But, you know, fine dining, it's like, you know, you don't want to listen to rock and roll music if you're sitting down at a place that uh, that would be considered, quote, fine dining, end of quote. I yeah, wouldn't. I mean, if you're if you're knee-deep into a Guy Fieri pulled pork sandwich, I don't think you'll mind if Aerosmith is playing. I but, agree with you. But if you're in, you know, a really nice spot, like one of the places on uh, on uh, uh, Park Ave, like Luma or one of those really nice rest- restaurants, you want something kind of ethereal. And this, for people who do not know, uh, Jim pulled a really interesting story from the New York Times regarding this guy who became obsessed with the idea of music and fine dining places. Again, I believe you can apply this, whether it be anywhere, that, you know, you're kind of trying to enjoy an experience. And, I mean... This guy went into it. I thought the parts that you barred and highlighted for me really were the most important parts, considering that you know this guy was programming music as 
for the day as it went on. In other words, how much light would be coming into the restaurant, right. the color of the walls, the decor. He felt that all of that worked in unison with the music to provide the optimum experience while you enjoyed a, a meal that you maybe eat once every three months. Yeah, I suppose. Now they have consultants out there. I mean, it's a line of work now where you consult a, a restaurant, say, well, let me come up with your uh, you know, the list of music that I think you ought to be playing because what, what are you going to call on the chef? You know, or... You know, the, the, you know, the guy, the, you know, the bus boy to pick out the music. That's not going to work. Right. Yeah. You don't want a steady diet of Johnny paycheck while you're having your life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I haven't heard, I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> Johnny paycheck. <laughs> you know, I, I, I find it, I do find it kind of interesting though, because you know, who does it, does a really good job at this is Starbucks, you know, not to give any shameless plugs, but. I go into everyone, I want every morning, and I find that they have a really good ear, somebody in that company does, for the, and I'm sure it's regional as well, mm -hmm. but the, the music that's played at the store I go into is always interesting, Jim. And I think fitting in the volume, he said, was also really, really important. Yeah, I, you know, I've, you know, as I get older, and older and older and older, you know, I've, I've noticed, and being in this business, of course, you tend to lose your hearing. And, uh, you know, if I go into a restaurant, I'm with a group of people, and I have to do one of those. I'm like the old man, you know, with that big horn that he have to put in his ear, you know, like like, like Colonel you know, like Colonel Beauregard uh, T. Cornpepper or something with a string tie and that horn sticking out of his ear. Because uh, because the music is so loud. I sometimes wonder why it's so loud. I I'm, it's just, Maybe it's just me. It, I know. I disagree. I, think, I mean, I, I find the same thing. I, it should never be intrusive. You know, it should never be the focal point or something you have to even pay attention to. It should never, you should never really go, you know, is that too loud? I mean, it should always be that optimum. And you have to also take into consideration what kind of place. Is there a lot of room chatter? Right. Is it a place where it's usually just some tiny clinking and, and table conversation at, you know, just kind of almost professional level? Uh, and that's considered as well. I, anyway, I thought it was so, such a, a cool piece that, uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about the importance of music in your life, and do you really pay attention to music when you're doing certain things in your life? I, I tend to pay attention in every aspect of my life. I, yeah. I, I love it. I don't. I'm not, for some reason, I've never been, you know, you're in high school, you know, you listen to the top 40 or whatever. I mean, you're always aware of some, but I've never been, you know, never been a concert goer. I've never been, whether it's, whether it's rock or whether it's classical or, or whatever, I just, and I, I sometimes wonder about that. I think I have a sense of beat. Uh, you know, I know how to, you know, I have rhythm, but I never tied into 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 in, into music, contemporary music or otherwise. I don't know why that is. Do you I, sub I, go ahead? No, I, I just find myself drumming on everything or playing my arm as a guitar neck on you know at least ten times a day. Mm. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's actually gotten worse for me as i've gotten older because music is really kind of interesting now i know a lot of people would probably disagree with me but i believe um the advent of pro tools and other electronic capabilities have allowed music to really come a long way and i i don't mind it being a little synthetic it's still just sound I, i'm not a purist in the sense where i need a real cello i don't i don't mind if something synthesizes a cello as long as it's clever and it and it fits a really good meter and rhythm and melody to the song i, I like it all do you live by the rule that the best music is the music of your high school years or maybe your early 20s and anything after that just doesn't quite fit the bill? 
Well, in some senses, I I I'm a, I love hip-hop music. I can't explain it, but I absolutely love it. And I love all aspects of it, from the stuff I grew up listening to, to the beginning of hip-hop, to even the stuff that you hear now, like mumble rap. I, for some reason, it has me, but I do find myself going back to a lot of alternative music I listen to, and I get into wormholes with bands. I, I spent, an, I spent, and I'm just no joke, and this kind of fits to your to your what you're saying, but although this is kind of after my high school years, but I spent probably three days in an Allison Chains wormhole on YouTube, and I don't know why. It wasn't long after um, uh, the death of Chris Cornell, I think, that really kind of got me to listening to that whole '90s movement of rock, uh, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Screaming Trees, uh, and a lot of those bands that came out of out of the Seattle area, which is where my daughter lives now. And I don't know what I just got real kind of uh, sentimental about it for some reason. And spent like three days revisiting that, and I find I do that more in my life now than ever. I only did that once, and that was with Pearl Jam. It was the, I can't even. Ten remember. was the album. Yeah, and I listened to that album because I think every damn song on that album is is perfect. And I think I listened to that album at least fifty times straight. Mm. Finished it, started it over and over and over and over and over and over and over over. Let me ask you a it's question: all- do, you, do you subscribe to any? It was early on the show. I was talking about magazines because I kind of ripped one off from the from the dentist's office today. And uh, do you subscribe to any magazines anymore? Um, Garden and Gun. Yeah. That's the one you got me, right? Right. That's a good magazine. Okay. Huh? That's a good magazine. It's a little out of my, uh, I don't know. Price range? Well, if you look at what's for sale in there and the way that people really? live, yeah, it's kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not uh, I'm not living amongst those people, so to speak. But they have great, you know, but it's it's good if you're interested in Southern cooking and in cities in the South and places to visit and stuff like that. Jack, you can get a great watermelon margarita recipe and then the very next page, uh, see how you can spend $2,800 <laughs> $2, on a pair of hunting pants. Exactly, oh, or nice. they'll have an article. Hey, the new Beretta <laughs> over and under came out, and it's only thirty eight thousand dollars for the starter model. <laughs> the one you can never be. Here's the best part, Jim. The one you can never be seen with in that crowd. Exactly. I mean, if I'm going to spend thirty eight thousand dollars on a shotgun, which I would never do, even though I've bought shotguns in the past, I'd never take it outside. I'm not going hunting with that thing. And, and you know the funny thing is, it's like buying an entry level Rolex and then just try to roll with that crowd that wears them normally. You know, they're going to look at your Rolex and go, "Oh, that's cute. Yeah. What's your payment?" Yeah, that garden and gun crowd. That's a that, you know, that's a that living in Charleston and living in New Orleans and that that kind, kind of, of crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. Uh, that's that Texas ranch money. That, that's that's a magazine you really don't read. You just kind of leaf through it. You know, and say, yeah. "Oh yeah, that that would be nice. Yeah, well, that would really be sweet. Oh yeah, I'd love to go to to that South Seas plantation. Oh yeah, and <laughs> sure, toss sure, it on the coffee week, table. Yeah, sure. A three week hunting excursion <laughs> to Montana sounds great. We should just chop her up. <laughs> yeah. All right. What what else is on tap tomorrow? Uh, we have some snakes coming into the studio. Chef, yeah, we're having a snake tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks. Don't leave any behind, all right? <laughs> oh, we're going to hide. It's, a, it's the Indigo uh, the Indigo Conservation Society is coming, on, uh, coming in okay. along with the Florida Zoo. And uh, we also have an expert calling in about the water situation we're having over uh, in the coastal areas of Central Florida trying to explain that away. That'll be in the 5 o'clock hour. A specialist calling us from the, I believe, Sarasota area to discuss uh the what's happening in our in our in our lagoons it's nasty 
I mean, it's just, I mean, it's nasty, and it's coming up this way. We've got enough problems with Mosquito Lagoon and the Indian River Lagoon and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're saying down in, I guess, Vero Beach area and Fort Pierce, they can't even run their boats because they can't turn the propellers over in that green muck that the, that's been generated. And that's just, that's just not natural. I mean, it's kind of a natural beginning offset by all the other things that we've, you know, done to our water supplies. Yeah, we, we uh, you know, obviously on the Monster Show, we take a lot of text there. And we had some people text in yeah. yesterday, I believe, when the story came up during Deborah's News saying that, uh, uh, yeah, it's like they lived there the entire year through the Okeechobee runoff, the whole thing that they do every year. And they said, by far, this is the worst they've experienced. And some of those people did for 20 plus years. Okay, Jimmy, we'll be listening tomorrow. Have a good show. Thanks, brother. All right. Jim Colbert show tomorrow between 3 and 7 on Real Radio. Here's Ken on Real Radio. Go ahead, Ken. Hey, Jim. Um, I, uh, I have a solution for magazines. Um, perfect solution, actually. I've taken magazines from doctors' office like yourself and others. My solution is I take one, I leave one. I have stacks of magazines all over my house, in the bathroom, in the coffee table. What am I going to do with that? Public mechanics, woodworking, handyman. My wife has better homes, people. So where, when I go to doctor's office, I leave behind woodworking and take a garden and gun or a camping magazine. Let me so ask you a question. Yeah, do you take your address label off the magazine? Oh, absolutely. I wipe it off. Yeah. Cut yeah. it out. And it's a win. I, I, I often bring five. I take one. Yeah, so, I just wonder, though, you know, if I take Southern Living. Yeah. And what, what would I? But I, 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 would I wouldn't feel with... right, you know, putting replacing it with Popular Mechanics. I just, <laughs> just well, I look at the balance, you know. Uh, exactly. All right. Let me think about that next time. Thank you. Good advice. No, well, you have to bring a magazine when you go to the doctor's office in anticipation of it being swap and shop. But, but if I take a magazine, I'm t- if I take a magazine with me, yeah, I'm taking a magazine out of there. That's fine. But if you bring Popular Mechanics and you take a Southern Living. Well, great. You have the past four issues of Southern Living and one pop, popular mechanics. You're doing them a favor by the, give, creating more variety for other no, patients. No, 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 oh, because, yeah, yeah, no, 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 not at all. No, these doctors they spend they they probably have consultants, and they say what what are the best magazines I can I can have in here because I want people to, to remain calm. I don't want them excited. I don't want them nervous. Whether it's a dentist's office or a doctor's office, right? And you could probably you could put the wrong magazine in there. You could that makes them you know insane. You know they pick up consumer reports and the the headline is "Never buy this car," (laughs) and that's the car they're driving. (laughs) Exactly. I gotta go. Then their blood pressure is way up. Take the bus. Exactly. Their blood pressure is way up. They're going back for a. You know, an EKG or something. It's off the chart now. And plus, I don't know Can't whether if I take a People magazine. Yeah. And what are you going to replace that with? Oprah. It's got to be something like. Well, I mean, magazines. I mean, some, some magazines are worth more than other magazines. Worth more to whom? What well, I mean, mean, they're just. They're, 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 they're they have more information. Yeah. They might have better photographs. Take Garden and Gun. Garden and Gun is a beautiful magazine. It's one of those magazines where all the photographs. I mean, it's just a nice looking magazine. So you leave Martha Stewart living or something oh, like that. No, no, you no. take Southern oh, Living no. and you leave so, Martha Stewart. No, no, no. If you take. You know, you can't replace Southern Magazine with Garden and Gun. Garden and Gun is no, a much, is much more beautiful magazine than Southern Living. So you got to. Yeah. Well. I don't know. You'd have to figure. I mean, have, you could do like you know a con, you could do Conast or Travel and Leisure or something else that's a fancier magazine. Yeah, okay. All you right. know, but don't leave Time, you know, in exchange for Oprah. That's okay. like that's no good. 
Mikey, a regular uh, participant in the Fritz on the oh, Week yeah. segment, no says nice we start the Game of Magazines segment where listeners can report in what magazine they took and what they left behind. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like buy one, take, buy one, buy one to keep, one to share or yeah. something. I mean, it's... You, know, you never know. You know, they got yeah. security cameras at the end of the day. The office manager made the doctor, the dentist, the same way what happened. Hey, what, look at this guy. Hey, look what he took and look what he left behind. That's not an That's easy That's not swap. good. Nope. He took Yachting Magazine yeah. and left a, a Playboy. comic book. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, hiring is not easy. You have that job opening. You want to find the right candidate, but the process, it can be a pain. Let's file for a uh, Thursday. Get on board for So You Wanna Win. We have some great prizes, don't we, Mr. Pinkman? Sure do. As a matter of <laughs> fact, got a pair of tickets to see the Orlando Pride take on the Portland Thorns Ooh. this Saturday at Orlando City Stadium. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info on that. Wasi's Meat Market gift pack, including the, all their signature rubs. Nice. And a t-shirt and some sunglasses. Nice. You can always nice. do well with that. Nice. Run of engagement passes to the spy who dumped me oh, yeah. at any Orlando AMC theaters. Mo saw it. She highly rates it. 
Two, two and a half raisinettes. Sounds good to me. Pair tickets to Star Wars Return of the Jedi in concert with the Orlando Philharmonic Orchestra oh. on mm. August 25th at Dr. Phillips mm, Center. Good luck. lightsaber with me. Yeah, yeah. Nice. DrPhillipsCenter.org for more info, and that be it, Captain. There we go. We've got three rounds to sell. You'll want to win it. Brad's True, False. Second round is Brad's in the news. Then round three is Brad's Who Said That. So you want to win up, brought to us in part by... After being laid off, attorney Crab Newberg was able to recover a $2.1 million from me. Thank you, Mr. Newberg. You're welcome, Joe. I was honored <laughs> to recover $2.1 million for Joe after he was fired from his job. And I'd be willing to help you, too. I've graduated from an accredited law school and passed an intensive examination in the state of Florida. No one has the right to treat you like dirt. But if they do, I will make them pay. Simply go to askthecrab.com and see what Crab Newberg can do for you. Come on. Come on, man. All right, Linwood, you're first up for So You Wanna Win. Are ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, buddy, here we go. True or false, Papa John's is blaming Papa John for declining sales. Is that true or false? That is uh, false. You want to use your lifelines? Uh, yeah, let's go with... um. You, uh, you got them both. You got them both. Yeah. Yeah, it's two for one here. Papa John's is blaming Papa John for declining sales. Is that true or false? <laughs> yes. Yeah, true, bro. Because he, he blew it. True. He blew it. He's kind of a racist, I think. Totes. Yeah, but I didn't know his name was Papa John, though. Yeah, but it's a oh, metaphorical yeah. saying. Papa John's is the name of the thing, and he's the Papa John of Papa John's, yeah. bro. I don't think yeah, he's I, overtly I, racist. I think, I think he's just stupid. Yeah, that's that true. too. All right. I, I, I think he's there too, but I, I just saw it in Papa John was like the. You're overthinking it, dude. Listen, man, true you don't or false, have to what listen. do you want to do here? I, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm All right, to that's your final. There you go. All right, let's move on to round two. Here we go. Here's Mo. Oh, Listen up. That was how, only the first one. How easy was that yeah. to get past round one? Here we go. Brad's in the news is your next category. Stories ripped from the headlines. Here's your question All hail Mother Nature. Unfortunately, an endangered vulture and a duck paid the ultimate price at the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo in Colorado Springs this week. Five injured humans were transported to a hospital and nine were treated at the scene. 3,400 people were in attendance to witness what appeared to be a softball game on steroids. What did all this maiming? Yeah. It was hail. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, you're it right. was hail. Look at hey, you. Yes, All right, sir. Good job, buddy. Here we go, uh, uh, Linwood. One more. Brad Sue said that. Use lifelines if you need them. Here's the quote. Now tell me who said it. Quote, no man, know, no man knows how bad he is till he has tried very hard to be good. Now who said that? T.S. Eliot, E.E. E. Cummings, or C.S. Lewis? I think it was E.E. E. Cummings, but I'm going to use a lifeline. What do you think, guys? It does sound like E.E. E. Cummings. I was going to go with E.E. E. Cummings over the uh, Elliot dude. What do you think uh, there, uh, Pinkman? T.S. Uh, Elliot, E.E. E. Cummings, or C.S. Lewis? C.S. Lewis. Please. All right, we have a split decision. Uh-oh. Wow. It's really up to you, Linwood. What do you want to do? T.S. Elliot, E.E. Uh, e. Cummings, or C.S. Lewis? i got to go with E.E. E. Cummings. All right, here you go. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. No, I'm sorry. Oh, it was C.S. Lewis. Listen to That's Pinkman. a hard one, though. That was a mm, difficult one. That's... There you go. Tough one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Eddie. Uh, I'd like to do a callback to uh, something that happened earlier in Jack's audio file. Um, some of you didn't pick up that the man said that he was on Amblin. Now, if anyone doesn't realize what Amblin is, Amblin is actually the name of Steven Spielberg's production company, whereas Ambien is a sleep drug. So it kind of made me laugh, and I didn't know that you guys didn't pick up on the fact that he actually said he was on Amblin. <laughs> I've been on Amblin for years. 
<laughs> You're just a baby dose, right? Yeah. A nursing home dose. No, I'm an ambient, but I'm on Amblin, too. Oh, that's it's it. It's you know, it's an antidepressant. Really? Yeah, it's Amblin. Really? No way. Ask your doctor about Amblin. Yeah, but... Be careful. That was, some, that was a good read. Some people who take it, good. their toenails fall out, so be very careful. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Start bleeding from the nose. It's very, very... Mm-hmm. And, you know, your earwax turns an odd color. Exactly. Purple. All right, here's JP. He doesn't want to play. What do you want to do, JP? Want? want to play? My Lord, my Lord. No. Oh, JP, what's oh, happening, my man? My Lord, how does it be? I haven't heard from you in years. What's uh, What are you up to? Oh, about six one. <laughs> very funny. So that's hello, Mara. Uh, hello. What are you? What are you up to? What do you? What, what, what well, do you I, need? I just, I just heard today that I was out in the car, and so I heard you, you leaving, and I was like, well, I got to come. I got to say hi and bye. Well, I'm glad you called. Yeah, you know, uh, everybody has a time they got to just say uh, kiss it goodbye, so to speak, and that time has come for me. Yeah, when are you on? Eh, probably towards the end of the year. Sometimes around the end of the year, I'll be out of here. Okay, okay. Well, I might have to read back out and holler at you before you get out of there, but uh, right. we still listen to you. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate the thoughts and the kindness. Thank you very much. Leave your number. I may need some work. What does that mean? I may need some work. His, oh, uh, oh, oh. his Morgan Freeman, I think, is better than yours. I think he has a very sexy voice. I don't know who that <laughs> his is. His Morgan Freeman would be. Yeah, that, 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 that. That's not too far off right there. That JP is like uh, almost ooh. Barry Whitish, you oh, know, man. to me. Like, woohoo. Here's Cheryl ready to play Cheryl. <laughs> Yes, sir. All right, Cheryl, true or false, in an effort to avoid overpriced arena food, 33% of concert goers admit sneaking snacks into venues. Is that true or false? Well, it's definitely true, but is it 33%? Use your lifelines. See what they say. Come on, lifelines. I feel like it's a, it could be more. You know, I always think about it. those concert venues. People are bringing a lot of treats in for themselves. So I think you're agreeing, my sister. I'm going to go halvesies. I'll split it with you, fitty fids. So I agree with you. It's not 33. So you're saying false. C. Uh, also false. Thank All right. You. They say false. What do you okay. want to do, Cheryl? Let's go false. Right. That's your final answer? Yes. Yes, yeah, 50%. 50%. All right, round two. Here we go. Nice work. Oh, Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And yours is a common bond. And I'll give you three things. What do these three, in this case, places have in common? Greece, California, and Portugal. What do these three places have in common? Greece, California, Portugal. Greece, California, and Portugal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is, it that, is it that they are all avocado places? No, no that would not Ooh, be guess, right. Nope. Uh, I need a lifeline. Okay. I love Ooh, avocados. I think maybe they're all having forest fires. Maybe That's they're having such. That's all you needed. That's it. Eddie did it. Oh, Eddie, nice. Massive wild fires. Hey, one yes. at a time. Everybody's <laughs> talking. All right, here we go to round three. All right, listen up there, uh, Cheryl. Here we go. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Edmund Fitzgerald, Chase Edmund, or Edmund Burke. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is is for good men to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Edmund Fitzgerald, uh-huh. Chase Edmund, or Edmund Burke. Use your lifelines. They're on top of this. Yeah. 
Yeah, please, lifelines, please help me once again. You guys are the greatest. And by the way, Moira, your voice is very sexy. Oh, thank you so Ooh. much. Oh, thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Game on, players. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. kind of hot. Um, hey, cool. Uh, I thought it was that one too because I don't know that guy, and he sounds more. Where's the Edmund Fitzgerald guy who had a song written after him? I don't think it's him. Um, even though he's like very writery dude. So I was gonna go see also three. A writery. The dude. dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Edmund Burke. Yes, that guy. Yeah. What do you think, there, Pinkman? This his name's Edmund. Um, Edmund Fitzgerald, Chase Edmund, or Edmund Burke? I think the Chase Edmund is a Brad Red Herring, so I'm going to go with Edmund Burke. Edmund Burke. What do you uh, want to do, Cheryl? Bravo, Pink. Thank you. Yeah, let's do C, Edmund Burke. All right. <laughs> That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Uh, there you you go. got Edmund it. Burke. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> she wins. Yeah, <sighs> the guy that nobody knows who he is. I know. Chase Isn't that Edmund. crazy? It says here he's a writer and a statesman. Oh, we knew that, Ooh, of course. A statesman, uh-huh. no less. Let's take a break. Here? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. So you want a winner. Yeah, so you want a winner. Brought to us in part by... The thrill of first playing catch. Your first hit, the crack of the bat. The smell of the grass and American pie. Baseball tugs at the heartstrings, don't it? I'm Coach Murky Murphy, and you might be thinking this. You gave up on baseball, but baseball never gives up on you. Allow me to invite you to Lucky Sullivan's Over 60 Wood Bat Baseball League. Join in the active lifestyles of other restless, highly competitive senior citizens like yourself. Enjoy yourself as you shag fly balls and teach other old men how to develop soft hands playing up the middle. Our baseball league is named after Lucky Sullivan, who played first base for his beloved boiler yard milk cows the day he could. He signed up and played, literally, for the rest of his life. Pickup games are also available in the form of a player needing emergency surgeries or other health-related complications. There are only 19 weeks without baseball. Join Lucky Sullivan's Over 60 Wood Bat Baseball League today and start reliving your childhood. Woo! Okay. Uh, back to So You Wanna Win. Here's Laura ready to play. Laura? Hi, Kyle. Yes, I am. All right, Laura, here we go. True, false, you have lifelines if you need them, if you want them. True or false? This week in Cornhole Update, Anita Mann and Tommy Newsom won the mixed doubles at the Triangle Regionals, earning 150 Johnsonville Cup points. Is that true or false? I don't know much about Cornhole, so I'm going to have to lean on some lifelines. All right, guys, what do you think? Well, I think Anita Mann. A little bit of a punny joke there, wouldn't you say, sister? Like Walter Peon? Anita Mann and Tommy Newsom. I'm going to say that's a falsy McFalse false. What do you think, Pink? Agreed. False. They say false. What do you want to do there, uh, Laura? I'm going false. That's your final answer? Yes. There you go. Round two for you, Laura. Okay, Brad's in the news. For you, it's a rite of passage. For some. For others, it's plain to see why they might be judged. Whether on Instagram or in Inc. Media, relatively new fad is showing up. Once reserved for tough guys like Mike Tyson, crazies like Charles Manson, or hardcore rappers, it's gone more mainstream. Even the Biebs abides. Face the facts. What is it? Holy cow. Yeah, you got lifelines. I don't know. Well, yeah, I need you, a lifeline again. I'm, this is, I'm lost. Yo, Pinkman, you, well, how's your face art going? Oh, pretty good. Getting to get some new face tats this weekend. Gonna get some fresh ink on my face. Yeah, face tattoos, What's bro. up, face tat? Yeah, in the business, they call them job killers. That's yeah. Ouch! Yeah. There we go. That's what they call them. You are tattoos correct, Tattoos on sir. your hands and your face. Job they killers. Job killers. 
Here we go to Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Lifelines if you need them. Quote, I didn't deserve to be treated the way I was treated by certain individuals. Now, who said that? Novak Djokovic? Is it Djokovic or Vich. Djokovic? Uh, usually Serena the Vich. Williams or Shia LaBeouf? I didn't deserve to be treated the way I was treated by certain individuals. I think it was Shia LaBeouf, but... My lifeline help me out yeah, here? Yeah, sure they will. Well, let's think through this. Obviously, it's very Shia-ish because, again, he always feels like he's not being respected. Yeah. But the problem is, is that, again, Serena has gone through a lot in the, uh, I would say, racial tensions and being a woman of power in that field. But then again, mm. Novak Djokovic. The, the He's my wild card. I'm going with Novak. What do you think uh, there, uh, Pinky? So we've got Novak, Serena, Serena or what was the third? Booth. Shia LaBeouf. I'm going Shia LaBeouf. Right. Split decision, Laura. Oh, jeez. Split decision. Let's go. Let's go, LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> That's your final Shia answer. LaBeouf. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. Laura. Just do it. Make your dreams. I'm true. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's an angry young man. Novak. Andrew, are you ready to play? Yes, sir. Here we go, buddy. True or false? Hip hop sensation Mikey will join the bar featuring featuring no clue guy at Jeff Howell's Red Dog Pub for a special tribute to Bubba Wilson. Is that true or false? I'm going true. Going true. You want lifelines? Yeah. Lifelines, what do you think? Here's the thing, Hip-hop Andrew. sensation Mikey will join the bar featuring No Clue Guy at Jeff Howell's Red Dog Pub no for a special tribute to Bubba Wilson. That is unequivocally false, sir. Why? Because Mikey plays Fritz on the street, and so does No Clue Guy. No Clue. We're going false. Come on, false, okay? That's your final answer. Yeah, good job. There you go. Down <laughs> and he's just mouth breathing. Here's Mo. <laughs> All right. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. <laughs> it seems to be happening more frequently than in the past. The finger pointing between the state and the feds is nothing new, but the lack of response stinks. You're killing me, Smalls, is from the Sandlot. You're killing me, Smells, is more like a lot of sand on the Gulf Coast. What has moved in to ruin the neighborhood? Red Tide. That's your final answer? Yeah, yeah you got that it, buddy. That is correct, for the win. Very the nice. Quote. Here we go. Here's the quote. Quote, oh, that was the news. You heard it. You'll never get that time back. So that's something. Now, who said that? Pinkman, Chevy <laughs> Chase, or Dennis Miller? That was the news. You heard it. You'll never get that time back. So that's something. Pinkman, sure. Chevy Chase, Dennis Miller. I'm, I'm going Chevy Chase, but lifeline. Uh, I, it could have been an old school Pinkman one, but I kind of think it's Dennis Miller because he's just so angry. What do you think, Pinky? I think it's me, but who's to say? Okay, so what do you want to do there, uh, Andrew? Pinkman, Chevy Chase, Dennis Miller. Pinky thinks it's Pinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that sounds good. Oh, you're going Pinky. Change your mind, huh? He did. That's your final answer? Want to think about it some more? No. Yeah. Sure. Not, uh, That's your um, final answer. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, you got it. Don't torture the man. Take a little break. We've got a few more contestants to go for So You Want to Win It before Eddie gets our chief flowing. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man in Maryland was arrested after doing his driver's test with drugs and a gun in the car. Apparently, he borrowed the car from his mother. 
Does anyone think that maybe his mother could have been the drug dealer and he didn't know the stuff was in the car? Next, a man in Taiwan rigged a bicycle with 11 phones so he could become the very best like no one ever was at Pokemon Go. I wonder if one of those phones will help him find a life. Finally, the CEO of MoviePass is hoping subscribers use the service less. The strategy must be working. Jack hasn't gone to one movie this week. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app, Alexa Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City treks to our nation's capital to take on DC United Sunday. Coverage begins at 7.30 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9 The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. Oh, credit cards, they are so helpful, yet can they can hurt you so And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win a... Two more contestants to go with So You Want to Win a So You Want to Win a brought to us in part by... Imagine the opulence of Broadway captured via video. Behold, the future of Broadway is no longer confined to Manhattan. Introducing Super TV3's latest production, Hamilton the Musical. Yes, Hamilton the Musical will take you on a tanned journey through the eyes of arguably this generation's greatest actor, George Hamilton. Written in a sing-song fashion, George Hamilton speaks about his upbringing. Born in Memphis, Tennessee in 1939. A terribly handsome baby. Thank you. George Hamilton offers us his greatest asset in his singing voice, like this song called It's Like Love at First Bite. And gives crippling insight into the dark side of Hollywood. Susan St. James has halitosis. Take that one to the bank. Thank you. George Hamilton is George Hamilton in Hamilton, the musical. And I says to him, I says, you know, I was in The Godfather. The bad one. Kentucky Fried Chicken in my hand, in my mouth, and in my hand. Only on Orlando Super TV 3. Woo! Okay. All right, let's get back to Sell You Wanna Win. Here's Khalid. You ready to play? Yes, I am. Here we go, buddy. All right, true or false, good luck to you. True or false, with Nick Nolte and Burt Reynolds, Christopher Walken was considered by George Lucas for the part of Han Solo in Star Wars. Is that true or false? Nick Nolte and Burt Reynolds. Christopher Walken, what's considered by George Lucas for the part of Han Solo in Star Wars? Use your lifelines if you want them. I would say false, but I need some help. What do you think, guys? I want to go false with you, but I don't know if you remember that famous Saturday Night Live episode where they had Christopher Walken trying to uh, audition for Han Solo. So I'm going to say that's actually true. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. I think it's true also. So they're saying true. What do you want to do there, Kelly? Ah, okay. Let's say true. All right. Let's that's say your true. Final answer. Hey, good choice. Come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Round two for you. Good job. All right. Here you go. Okay, buddy. Brad's in the news is this category. Stories ripped from the headlines, and yours is a common bond. The 1964 New York World's Fair, Steve McQueen, and 10 million. What do you think these three links have in common? Easy. The 1964 New York World's Fair, Steve McQueen, and 10 million. Yeah, bullet, baby. Oh, bu- oh. well, boy, that's a good clue. Well, yeah. just throwing it in there. I'm just saying. 
I have no idea. All right, maybe you're Life on. Life Yep. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say Walt Disney. No. No, certainly Because not. of the World's Fair and Ever Lightning the McQueen. the movie Bullet? No. But is it maybe a Corvette or a car that's yeah. very famous? The famous Mustang? That's your final answer? There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. That's right. One of the greatest car uh, chase scenes of all time in cinematic mm-hmm. history. And Ford just announced the 10 millionth Mustang rolled off the line. There we go. Here wow. is uh, Brad, who said that. I will give you a quote. Now you tell me you said it. Use your lifelines if you want to. Here's the quote. The highest compliment that you can pay me is that I work hard every day, that I never dog it. Who said that? LeBron James, Tiger Woods, Wayne Gretzky. <clears throat> I think it sounds more like LeBron, but I'm not so sure. Yeah, I'll use your lifelines. Okay. Why not? You got help. Why not to lose? The highest compliment that you can pay me is that I work hard every day, that I never dog it. LeBron James, Tiger Woods, Wayne Gretzky. Lifelines, what do you think? I'm going to go with LeBron on that. I, wanna, I wanted to, and then I was thinking old school Tiger, but no. The great one, Wayne Gretzky. Hey, Daddy's going Gretzky. What do you want to do, Pickman? I'm sticking with uh, LeBron. All right, we've got a split decision. I'll give you some help here, Khalid. It is not Tiger Woods. Okay. So it comes down between LeBron James, the some consider the greatest basketball player of all time, and, of course, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, the hockey greatest player. Hockey player so it's time. LeBron James or Wayne Gretzky. What do you want to do? I'm going to do my gut and thank you on this one. I'm going to say LeBron. You're, you're going to take LeBron? Yep. I'm going to give you five seconds to think about this. <sighs> nope. I'm going to give you another five seconds There's to think about There's a reason they it. called him the great one. Mm-hmm. LeBron James or Wayne Gretzky? Okay, Gretzky then. That's your final answer? <laughs> yeah, baby. Smart guy. There you go. Good job. He was helping you. All right. Yeah. One more to go. Jose, ready to go? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Here we go. True or false? Uh, $684.79. That's the prediction. Projected average back-to-school spending for each K through 12 student this year. Is that true or false? Um, $684 in change. I think that's more. I think more than that. Well, you want help? Use your lifelines. What do you think, guys? I don't think it's the old 684. I do not believe that. I say it's false. I say true. Split decision. $684 $684 and change. That's the projected average back-to-school spending for each K-12 through student this year. Jose, what do you think? True or false? I'm going to go with true. You're going to go with true. That's your final answer? Yes. Smart decision. Yeah, it is. Round two. Come on, let's All go. All right, Dateline. This is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Dateline, Caracas, Venezuela. The economy in Venezuela isn't exactly humming along. It's so bad that inmates have resorted to eating rats and food inflation is currently running to 315%. People have taken to the streets to protest to no avail. So an opposition group called the Broad Front took an explosive approach to unseat President Nicolas Maduro. It wasn't remotely successful, as defense forces could see for miles. What's up down there? Lifeline. Lifeline. Do you think they tried to fly a drone bomb? That's your final answer. There you they go. Did. Eddie's right oh, on, couple. man. He just jumped on that one. Whoa, Eddie Shaman jumped on it. A couple it. of drones with C4 explosives, Eddie. All right, here we go. Brad Sue said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Butt cheeks are the last thing. 
Who said that? Nicki Minaj, Jim Phillips, or Kim Kardashian? Butt cheeks are the last thing. Butt cheeks are the last thing. Yeah, butt yeah. cheeks. Butt cheeks like your derriere. Your butt tush. cheeks yeah. mm-hmm. are the last thing. Nicki Minaj, Jim Phillips, Kim Kardashian. You, I don't, oh man. Mm-hmm. All right, lifeline, lifeline. Let's see. All right, here's my thoughts. I, I don't think it's C. I think it is Nicki Minaj because, again, she has so much talent, but her booty got all the attention. But then again, it's Philipsian. So mm. I'm leaning towards Nicki Minaj with a hint of Phillips. Uh-oh. With a hint of Phillips. <laughs> what do you think, Pink? Pinky. I, I think it was Jim when we were talking about uh, what you wash and dry first. Oh, you when you towel off, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, here we go again. Here's the, quote, butt cheeks of the last thing. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Jim Phillips, Kim Kardashian. Jim. You're saying it's me who said uh, that. All right, all right here, here we, we go. go. That's your final answer? Yes. Here we go. The countdown is underway. Three, two, two one. one. Yeah, yeah. Baby. Absolutely yeah. correct. <laughs> Absolutely, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for playing. So you want to win it. Absolutely. And it was about drying off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Once again, my gym run. It is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. Okay, Eddie's here to get the chief loan, to get the yin-yang all balanced out. There's the love bell. Well, we need a little balance, don't we, brother? Because we're kicking it into August. Yo, August. What's up, Augustine? What's up, all things Augustine? The thing about it is we're starting to hit a wave of things. But one thing we've got to remember is if you are interested, brothers and sisters of love, and you're like in third to eighth grade and you want to take an acting class, please sign up now uh, for my acting class over at Theater South Playhouse. We are in the market place of Dr. Phillips. You can sign up on theatersouthplayhouse.org and the class is on Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. But now, Jim, now yeah. is the time to <laughs> respond, man. Are you ready to respond? Sure, of course. Because you know something that you see right there, man? That casual laissez-faire attitude that you have. <laughs> I'm ready, man. Bring it at me. I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot. That's why, you know, brothers and sisters, think about it, Phylites. We have been through a lot. Like, sometimes, have you ever thought of the kaleidoscope of images of all the things we've been through together whether it is life whether it's death whether it's weather whether it's it's a a cosmic change of of opinion but the greatest thing is this is that now is the time to respond but now is not the time jim to point out the outcomes it's not we're not talking about outcomes what we need to talk about is point out the possibilities because now as we go through this change and a lot of us parents are going through a change where their kids are maybe going to a higher level of education or leaving the house or better yet maybe you yourself are starting to say you know what why do I always make that snarky comment? Why is it so easy to be that sarcastic person? Because you know something? We get so used to doing it, sometimes you forget that your words can actually inflict pain. So why not do this? Point out the possibilities and not the outcome. Because when you predict something, aren't you predicting yourself? I'm right. just a tool. Because that's what we're doing. You're denying yourself an opportunity. You're saying, hey, man, it's already going to be bogus. But it's not. Because now is the time, Jim. Are you gentle with yourself? Mm-hmm. 
Oh boy! Give me I one example. Give me yeah, one example of how you try to be gentle with yourself. What is something you do to make yourself feel more? <laughs> I really, really not going to like to do it. I want you to do it. Then I admit it. I will say it. I'm giving. No, I'm going to give out your secret. Nothing. What? Uh? No, that's the key. Uh? Brothers and sisters of love, for those who have been with us from the first moment I came in here and burned that smudge, mm -hmm. you know that I've always asked Jim, what are you going to do this weekend? What do we got planned? What do you got going on? But now that he and I have gone through this cosmic change of only leaving on Thursdays, I say, yeah. what are you doing Friday? You go, I don't know. Nothing. And that... That is beautiful in itself because, Jim, that's how you are gentle. You're not putting restrictions. You're not giving yourself a deadline. You're not doing answering the phone. You're not going to push that button. You are just going to be gentle much stress. with yourself. Bingo! That's what we're saying. Be gentle with yourself. Because you know something, Jim? Mm. Did you know that you are the only you? Jim, say this. Say, I am my only me. Not a doppelganger around there somewhere. No, there's nothing else. Just say it. I am my only me. I am my only me. It is true, Jim. <laughs> and when you think about it, I said it too many years ago. Jim, did you know that I am the best at what I do? Now everyone's going to say, wait, if you're an actor, you're this. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I said I'm the best at what I do, meaning I'm the only one that can do what I do. Jim, you're the only you. That's why it's so beautiful. So now we have oh, to be aware. I thought Neil Rogers was pretty damn good. Yeah, he's he pretty was good, a good too. One, yeah. I got it. Hey, but don't, don't, don't say yourself. See? You just did it. Grease man, he's pretty damn good. Point too. out the possibilities, man. Don't predict yourself. Be wary. Now, I know some of you are thinking, hey, man, that Christopher Robin movie's out, the whole winning. But yes. Be wary, but how about be self-aware? Are you self-aware of yourself or the surroundings? Are you allowing a, a calmness to pass? Jim, did you know that a calmness passes through you almost once a day? But can you identify it? When is the moment of calmness has passed through you? Maybe it's the moment your coffee is brewed. Maybe it's the moment you start the car and it starts. Maybe it's the moment you start the car, you look down, and your gas tank is full. I know exactly when it is. See? When is it, Jim? It's when I meditate. Ah, brothers and sisters of love, do you hear the Great Awakener? Do you see the example he sets for you? He's meditating now because, Jim, that calmness happened for me a week ago today. Jim, here's how it goes. When I was growing up, my dad always said to me, he said, Ed, E, or Ed, when I was Ed, mm -hmm. he said, if you fill your tank when it is half full, you will never run out of gas. Sure. And it is so true, it hurts. But there I was, Jim, yeah. testing the fates last Thursday. What happened? Uh-oh. Do you know what? Do you know when your car it says rain? Quarter tank. Uh huh. Oh no! no the no, light no, no, went no, on. No, oh no, no no no! How many miles after, did you have left? After the light went on. Jim, How many miles left? I only had 18 miles left. And You're attempting fate, Jim. Oh geez. Not only did I tempt fate, I got off. I turned left when I thought the gas station was right. I've got one. I dude, I had less than a mile left on the range, Jim. Then it went to zero. Then I got to the guard shack and I see it and I'm like, dude, listen, I love you, man. I need to get your sheet. I'm on the. I'm on zero, man. He goes, okay, bro. And he lifted the gate. I went a quarter of the mile. And there I saw Jim. There was the gas tank. <laughs> that was scary. That was one of the more scary can't moments let, can't in let my you, life. Can't let your Jim, gas get down that low. Jim, you get all the sediment Jim. down into your... It scared me so much because it's a new car, too. So I'm sitting there going, why? So, I, you know, you rub the top. I'll never do it again. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm you talk to your car, I hope. So that calmness passes through you, Jim, and you're like, oh. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, that kind of calm. Yeah, dude, 
Dude! So brothers and sisters of love, remember what we've been working on. We've been working on a place where our inner child has gained strength. Well, now is the time to carry yourself forward. You learn to walk, you learn to talk, you learn to eat, you learn to tie your shoes. So now that's carried you for the rest of your life. So now your inner child is strengthening. So allow yourself to have intense awareness. Be the one who watches. For okay. all my fellow student yeah. friends out there, as I tell my children, first nine weeks of school, do not talk for the first two weeks. Observe what the teacher wants. See what the teacher doesn't want. And then adapt and become a thriving student. Mm -hmm. Also, my kids just talk a lot. Now, me, on the other hand, I ask you this. <laughs> Jim, are you afraid of beginnings? Are you ever scared of beginnings? Of course. Because beginnings are scary. But the best thing about them is it is a moment to shake yourself, wake yourself, and say, Hey, man, shake it out, and let's just see what happens. Wabi-sabi, man. Wabi-sabi. Wabi-sabi. Best thing is... Jack, what day is it? Namaste, Eddie. So the question is, brothers and sisters of love, are you following your path? Are you becoming what you want to become? Are you the only one that can do what you do? The answer is yes. Yes. And where do you want to go for that transformation? Well, my good friend, the dragonfly, who Jimi Hendrix told us to fly with, Spanish Castle Magic, look it up. Dragonfly, <laughs> we need to confront those denials, Mo. Mo, are you confronting your denials? I always do. You're better, baby. Yeah, we need to you, break Mo. through the illusions. Hey, Pinkman, are you breaking through your illusions? On to the other side. Because they're illusions, and Jack, you know it, man. We are just, you got to spout the truth, bro. Spout the truth, Jack. Amen, brother. And take a deep breath. <laughs> Let it go. Uh, and remember three things. Uh -oh. Peace, love, and the Phillips smile. There it comes. I'm transforming. Shaka! Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Thank you, Eddie. We all feel better now. Thank you very much. Let's get out of here. Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7. I'm back on Monday at 3. Right after Sean, he's the news junkie with Sabrina and Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.